0: Hey, ladies and gents, Jessica Lynn Williams here again with Tada. da um, This is a really exciting episode. So, um, I'm really stoked to bring you this episode with a gentleman by the name of Johnny Boucher. Uh, he is the founder of a nonprofit organization based in Chicago. It's called uh, Hope for the Day. So, Hope for the Day has partnered up with Dark Matter Coffee, it's one of my favorite coffee places in Chicago to go to, um, and they've partnered up to create a coffee shop um, in Logan Square. It's called Sip of Hope, and all profits go towards suicide prevention, which I think is huge uh, in this day and age. So um, the reason that I wanted to bring Johnny on is because I think that we talk a lot about, like, I don't know, we kind of talk about mental health. I guess we do. It's a really touchy subject, and it's still something that there's a lot of stigmatization around. And um, I think that whenever somebody takes on the role of being a public person, there is a certain sense of responsibility that comes along with that. Um, Because you have to realize that, you know, words have power. And when you have a platform, um, it's important to use your words to move society forward. And I don't know, saying that out loud right now, it kind of makes me feel weird because it makes me feel like I think that I have a larger impact than I actually do. But I guess um, I guess, what I'm saying is that I think it's important for us to talk about the importance of maintaining good, a good standing in your mental health. Um, I personally have struggled with depression and anxiety for for years, and um, anxiety is a big reason, actually, that this podcast is coming out so late. Uh, Secret Time, that's something that Burt Kreischer, one of my favorite comedians, always says, he's like, Secret Time, and he's on his podcast, I don't know how many followers he has, but it's a lot, but anyway, Secret Time, I mean, I I recorded these episodes in June, which is so embarrassing, Um, but I got anxious about releasing them, and it was kind of, it's just challenging to put yourself out there, so internet be nice um, but that's genuinely what happened and um, you know I've had my own issues and struggles with with anxiety and depression and and maintaining good mental health and um, I don't know it's hard to talk about because I think that we can so easily get offended because we don't want people who have succumbed to these, like to these mental health issues we don't want to make them feel at fault and I don't think that anyone should feel at fault or feel guilty for having these emotions and for having these feelings um but at the same time though I think it's really important to maintain some level of responsibility um because responsibility gives you hope and uh just having the mentality of having authority over your life, no matter if you have depression or anxiety or any other of the myriad of mental health issues that you can possibly have or not. um, We all have decisions that we can make on a daily basis to make it so that these issues pervade our lives in a less obtrusive way. And, um, like just for myself, actually last night, like I edited a couple of the podcasts yesterday and I was so anxious about it. It just drove me crazy. I don't know what it is. Um, I like put my feet in a magnesium bath and like, just like doused myself in lavender oil. And it's like those daily things that you can do to, um, help mitigate those stressors so that it doesn't send you over the edge and have like cause a mental break into where you could actually function during the day. And, um, Yeah, I think that's really important. And um, one thing that I have found, too, specifically along the lines of this podcast when it comes to maintaining a good standing in mental health is that a lot of times the things that you are most depressed or most anxious about are things that you need to walk towards. Like, you need to walk towards and into the fire in order to, like understand that the flame isn't that hot Um, and I understand that a lot of that also can come from a place of like depression and anxiety has a biological um, a biological place and that it's not just something that's all in your head but you know sometimes it has to do with a hormone imbalance or it has to do with you know not getting enough vitamin d or not getting enough exercise or you know Whatever the case may be, I understand that there are biological origins to that. And, um yeah, it's a huge issue. It needs to be addressed on all sides. So when I say that I think that we all have power over it, um, I say that also knowing that, like, there are some things that we are powerless to. But, um, I don't know. As somebody who really embraces the Stoic philosophy... um I try to anyways, uh, I'm not a pro at it. Um, but as somebody who really embraces the stoic philosophy, um, I think that a lot of times like that can also be where the gold is. That's what shapes who you are and overcoming these huge difficult things can really, uh, put the cherry on the cake on like as to who you are as an individual. So if you're struggling with depression or anxiety, um, I uh I encourage you to walk towards what you're struggling with and um if and if you're in need of in oh, my stupid phone. If you're in need of help, um go to I, I think uh Johnny said it hftd org. Uh there you can go and you can gain access to all kinds of resources. Um to so that this way you can talk to somebody in case you need to um and it was interesting during the conversation you'll hear it but we were talking and i was like oh i kind of thought that you know those phone numbers were for people who were like on the proverbial ledge or not proverbial whatever the case may be like i kind of thought that those numbers were reserved for people who i don't know like needed more help than i did and he's like no like that's actually actually for anybody and um you know, with the accessibility that people do or do not have in at least the United States, to uh to counselors and, and like people who can actually help. Um, this is a really great in between where you can gain access to help, uh, without having like the ridiculous cost of going to somebody uh, you know, for two or three hundred dollars an hour, however much it costs. So anyways, um I hope you guys enjoyed that super long and uh, that, like, exposing intro. It's making me cringe. I hope it doesn't suck. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'm really stoked to bring to you Johnny Boucher. Recording right now. Ding. I'm restarting. The, we're starting the podcast. So, Johnny, what is your? Okay, first off, we just have to talk about. We, I mean, we just talked like. This afternoon over email, because I was originally going to talk with Carl, which is totally cool. I'm totally cool with that, but I don't even know your last name, Johnny.
1: Boucher. Johnny Boucher. The water boy. That's why I take water so <laughs> serious.
0: That's right. You were talking about that you have a Kangen water filter.
1: Yes. It's this like contraption that sits on my lovely, lovely counter and moves around the city of Chicago when I moved to. And it's just, um, I don't know, it's good water it tastes good and it makes your body feel good obviously and that's like
0: an, that's alkaline water right? yeah yeah
1: yeah and it allows you to go from uh you know as high or as low on the ph level as you need to so you can utilize water for like other things like um you know like there's a lot of things like beauty removal uh you can use like i think five like the ph level five for your skin and then like for cleaning supplies you can go super super low as well and wow like, my mom's a fucking weirdo (laughs) so hang on so you
0: gotta tell me about this so how does that actually function do you know like how the so
1: yeah so it's like it goes it's not reverse osmosis it it basically uh basically goes through these series of plates and the plates are shocking the water Uh to regulate the ph level and Uh then there's a discharge tube which um like takes away the bad water okay and like the shit in the water and then that goes right into your sink and then this spout just yeah.
0: So it's a filter, and the the things that the water goes through that shocks the water yeah, that changes are, the electric charge. Yeah,
1: they're plates. So, so okay.
0: So this might sound like a dumb question, but I guess it makes sense. So alkaline water, whether it's alkaline or acidic, is based on an electric charge.
1: Well, it's just based on um, the level of, of you know acidity or alkalinity within the water. You okay. Know? So um, I drink like nine point five, which uh, like. I think Puff Daddy and Mark Wahlberg had like a water <laughs> company and they still do. And it's like their whole thing was like 9.5 water. And I was like, yeah, but you don't know that like when that goes into sunlight, it loses its properties. And then I was like, I sound like my mother and I'll just shut the fuck up right now.
0: No, <laughs> it's really, I mean, no, it's really interesting because I feel like, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I have this weird thing happening in my brain where I think that like, you know, we have, like, specialty bone broth places now. We have, like, specialty places for, like, kombucha or, like, <sighs> kombucha. king and water. Like, all of these very specific things. And they're just, like, it's so different. Like, I, we just have so much more information now available. And really, yeah. like, generally people can be, like, you know, sort of, like, experts on some things. Right. They don't I mean, have like- to invest... Uh, degree
1: in we're we're like the multi-generational gap between understanding why our parents had to eat eggs every morning and we're like we'll just you know like do it at brunch <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. and like also like pound like mimosas or bloodies with it you know so like for some reason but like yeah they you know like my mom never had the ability to go do like a wheatgrass shot and, you know, when our uh, when the Hope for the Day office was down the street at Belmont and Clark, there's like a health food store across the street. I just go over there and do a shot. And I was like, what are you doing? I'm like, this shit's healthy. She goes, I know, but you could just buy it. I go, I don't got time for that shit. Like, <laughs> that's wasting, you know. And, yeah. and like, I think that as humans have developed and evolved, um, obviously technology has and science has and all these other things. And we've just we've we we've made it convenient to be healthy where mm-hmm. here in america we see a lot of the issues like diabetes and everything like that that are still you know hitting um poverty stricken areas and it sucks but like at the same time like you know th- these things are available mm-hmm. and and we can't be the country that we are where we just try to blame everyone else for our fucking problems it's yeah, like you yeah. have the ability it's like yeah i'm overweight should i probably Eat healthier. Yeah. Do I eat healthy? Yeah. Do I also eat like a pile of trash sometimes? Fuck yes, I do. Because I'm a fucking human being. And you <laughs> yeah. know what? When you live in the city of Chicago where everyone's saying put the you know guns down, I'm like put the pizza down, bro. Because like <laughs> that's the shit. But
0: yeah, yeah. No, I mean yeah. it is a total. It's a totally different time for that. And you're right. It, I mean the world it is con- now. And I'm not. I guess I shouldn't speak for like everywhere. But like you know, if you live in a in a city like a metropolitan a- area like Chicago, it's like the world. It, it it's it's weird it like it's it's conducive for you to succeed and for you to fail simultaneously oh, yeah. and it takes a lot of like it takes a lot of Discipline to like to invest yourself in that area and be like, all right, I'm gonna and do it's the
1: thing. In the, the, but the the irony of all of it is, it's just like a few things that you could do on a daily basis, and your body is like on fleek. You know, yeah. you're like, <laughs> oh, I'm so I feel so much better than just like putting like flaming hot Cheetos yeah. and and shit in my system. You know, and it's like even right now, like this is a rare fucking moment. I was just like. Yo, a cherry Coca-Cola sounds so tight. Because <laughs> what I'm mean, it's like, yeah. hey, I'm I'm on my way, I'm just gonna grab something. I was gonna grab a salsa water because like that's my fucking jam. Yeah. Fuck LaCroix though. And, and you can you can quote me you on that. You don't like LaCroix? No, that like LaCroix, <laughs> is like water that they suggest, you know, flavor could possibly <laughs> yeah. be in there and it actually just tastes like aluminum cans where uh, I
0: know. Okay, all right. I like LaCroix, like Standard like white girl like who's like very health conscious love Lacroix, but it also is. I read a tweet recently. It was like Lacroix tastes like somebody is yelling the name of the Uh, freak in the 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 other room. Yeah, 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 yeah,
2: (laughs)
1: exactly. So, like, I fuck with my homies from the Northeast Polar. Um, They're starting to evade in Chicago, and it's awesome. Jewel carries them. There's, like, eight different flavors. So what is it? Polar. It just has a little fucking bear on it, and it's the best. Um, The raspberry lime is, like, my jam, but it doesn't taste, like, fake, like, mm-hmm. it's all natural shit, and, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, they just do a good job, and they're going to give LaCroix a run for the money, and LaCroix sucks. Oh, that's
0: sucks. so awesome. Well, good job. Like, we got, That's good. We have to plug that, because, I mean, there's a Jewel down here. Jewel is owned by, like, the same as, like, Cub, like, cub Food, and, yeah. like, H-E-B, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So whoever the distributor
1: shout out to you. You're doing a great job. I know yeah. no one's telling you that, because no <laughs> one fucking cares at your job, probably, but you're doing a great <laughs> fucking job. Bring more flavors, bring of polar. More. Because the oh. Northeast, you you like you go to you go to a gas station out there, and it's like when you walk into a gas station and you see like a like a massive display of like your favorite soda, but yeah. like you're like wow, this is my favorite water. And wait a minute, what is this flavor? What is this flavor? What it's is,
0: totally ah, it's changing. So There's actually a convenience store that's like opened up. I think it's down the street at like Wellington and Sheridan. I want to say, and it's like these new types of convenience stores that are popping up, and they're basically they're in the city of Chicago, and they have a lot of like paleo gluten-free vegan options and it's just a really it's it's I'm I am so I'm really hopeful right now I think that like and and it's awesome because you have like the have hope hope for the day yeah but like genuinely right now even though there's like a lot of like chaotic political turmoil going on and things are just like super crazy at the same time though like you know, we're improving and things are getting really, truly like better than ever. And it's become easy, becoming easier and easier to improve your life in so many yeah. different ways because, you know, people like you, you know, so, so I mean, hope for the day we should, I want to talk about this because this is a,
1: yeah, it's a little thing.
0: What do you mean? It's a little <laughs> thing. What are you talking about? This is massive. So this is the, so hope for the day you partnered up with dark matter. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Those right. are my homies. I got a uh, dark matter tattoo there for oh family. Oh, my God. Those are my friends, my What family. year? Um, so, you know, I started the organization in 2011, and, like, the first year and a half was, like, R and D for me because like I I left my my job in the music industry mm-hmm. and I just wanted to start to learn because I literally had no fucking clue like I knew what nonprofits were I had no idea how to run one. Why did you want to start it? Well, in 2010, my my boss Mike Scanlon, he completed he jumped off his fifth floor balcony here in Chicago and he was number nine on a list of sixteen people that have lost personally to suicide and um I know it's like holy fire sixteen yeah yeah people are like I don't even fucking 16 friends, man. I'm like, well, you know, um, it's it's all because of what I was doing before then. It was my, my my heart and my soul is ingrained in punk rock and DIY and hardcore, and and it's like that community aspect. Um, you know, I reached out to it at a very young age. I started booking shows when I was 13 years old, so it's like you open your doors to so many people, people you don't know, and then you keep doing shows and you start to meet people, you start to know people, and then, mm-hmm. you know, I always say, you know, if you lose, we all lose. And That's the truth, you know, and and I've lost, you know, friends, Uh, my mom and my mom's uh, brother and sister both completed. And, uh, you know, it's it's just one of those things that you can do something about it. But my biggest thing was was like, all right, I want to I want to give a shit. But I'm like, I don't know how to run a fucking nonprofit organization. So my first investment was nonprofit for dummies. Shout out to those people. (laughs) I I know people probably look at your books and they're like, Ah, it's probably for dummies, but I, I literally re- it sits on my desk still. And How I'm, old were you um, when I started? I was twenty four, and um, you know, so I, I had like almost ten years of, of music industry experience under, underneath my belt, and I was just uh, I don't know, I was I was sick and tired, honestly, in the music industry because it's fucking cutthroat it like everything else, and um, especially in like the punk rock and metal world and all that stuff, it's like where the music industry is a, a gigantic pie and each genre has either a slice or like five mm-hmm. slices. Well, mm-hmm. punk rock and hardcore have like one slice and then you have a bunch of people right. that are like slicing it up.
0: Yeah, the mentality where you're like taking away from somebody. If
1: you yeah, succeed you know, or it, the,
0: they succeed, they're taking away from you.
1: Right, and it's also like, um, I don't know, it, it, it was like, I was getting in fights with my friends over like $500 for bands and I was like, this is the dumbest fucking thing because I, uh, when I was working for... Uh, Mike, we were doing, you know, Christian music shows, which, you know, I'm not religious at all. If that's your thing, like do your thing. If not, keep doing your thing. Like I was just a different person and I wanted to serve a community and mm-hmm. I didn't matter if people were coming to mosh or people were coming to fucking put their hands up and praise. Like mm-hmm. I don't fucking care. I would mm-hmm. rather do it than not do it. And, um, it was fun to bring my roots and everything into that industry, but also get the experience from that industry that was just like, no bullshit, you know, $50,000 guarantees where punk rock and hardcore is like, yo, each band gets paid a hundred, couple hundred bucks. We're going to make some money off merch and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and, and I because yeah. I was doing, you know, as a concert promoter and I was also doing artist management. So for me, it was, I was always looking out for the artists where some of my mm-hmm. colleagues were not. So I just kind of got fed up over it. But after Mike completed, I was kind of left, um, y- you know, sitting here wondering what I could do differently. And I was, and I, and I realized at that time I, I was pretty much, bankrupt in my soul. Um, I, I just, you know, I was a college grad, broken up like girlfriend for a couple of years, like thought I was going to marry her, realized that I, I was actually a, just a carpet for her to run on. And, um, I, I, wanted to take that time back for me, but I wanted to give to others because this world, uh, unfortunately strives to make you only care about yourself when, um, actually on my on my Instagram yesterday, I just said we have a responsibility to each other and that mm-hmm. responsibility is to find our purpose, let it consume us and let it impact others mm-hmm. um, because the more that we think it's just about me, the reality is it's about we um, and we got to get through this shit together and that's not just yeah. to talk about mental health, that's just in fucking general. Like yeah. it's okay to give a shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I told my mom, uh, we were like filling out my mom's, like, and my parents' will, and it was like super scary. And I was like, ah, you know, you guys are going to go one day. Like, let's just get this shit done with. And I made the joke. I was like, can I fill out what I want on my tombstone right now? They're like, why? I'm like, I don't know. Like, if we're going to handle all this shit right now, all I want on mine is he gave a shit. That's all. <laughs> like, that's all I want. On, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. like, that's all I want because, like, I don't know. So many people just don't, Um, they're not willing to make those concessions. Obviously, we have to make money we have to put a roof over our heads we have to provide some of us have family some of us don't some of us dogs i'd rather have dogs than a family but anyways it's like um i I just had this moment in my life where i was like if i die tomorrow what the fuck will people say and it's not to say he was a great man he did all this stuff (laughs) but it's just like no one's gonna give a shit about the car you drive i don't even give a shit about the car i drive People value materialistic things, unfortunately, so often, and they neglect the bigger picture. And, you know, I, I would rather go out knowing that I, I, I did my all and I, I lived a fun life and I defied the odds. I'm, I'm, I'm always one with the underdogs and I'll always be an underdog um, because I'm, you know, I live by many phrases. But one of them is, is that, you know, you, you get what you give. And if you walk around in this world, fucking just taking from people and, and expecting that as like the go-to, you're not gonna get anywhere in life. Wow. Yeah. And it's it's just so sad. So you know, like I was sitting there and and I was trying to think what I wanted to do with my life, and I was just like, I gotta remind people that you know, like if they're struggling, that there's help out there. So I needed to learn where that help was, and I needed to find our place. So I, I literally in that year of, year or so in, in R and D. I was like the fucking Kool Aid man. I would just show up to other MPOs here in the in Chicago that were dabbling with like nonprofit organizations. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, just like going and be like, oh, hey, you know, my name is Johnny. I just started this organization. We, we're working on, you know, suicide prevention and mental health education. And I know you guys do one of those things. Can we work together? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, because like mental health is so underfunded everyone is like in this like west side story knife fight like bullshit mentality yeah. and um you know actually at uh, our good friends at Mental Health America of Illinois I burst in like the kool aid man and they introduced me to you a, gay, a guy named um Dave Kanicki who is now hope for the days executive director yeah. uh yeah we stole him um, <laughs> but uh he's the best he He's really helped us um, identify some big opportunities with, as an organization and zero in on it and build sustainability because we have never received a dollar from the state of Illinois as an organization, so it's just important that we kind of do things, you know, our way. But um, the only the thing that really got Dave involved with it was the fact that he was like, you literally came in here, you have no agenda other than trying to be a part of this, like we should work together and... Um, you know, at that time, I was just trying to figure out how to do more than just pass out resource cards. You know, I was like, "How do I do this?" But I had no money to do it. And and if we did have money, it was like a couple hundred bucks at a time. You know, it's so fu- it's just so funny when you're like, "Holy shit!" Like,
0: so I mean, and you and you, we were talking about as we were walking up the stairs. We were ta- we were talking about how like you were working in an office in your house too. Which yeah. is where we're recording from right now is like my apartment in Chicago. It's yeah, yeah,
1: like, absolutely. You just you put you put together with what you got. You know, and and so. Um, while I was going through all these, you know, research and development phases, and just trying to figure out where our place was as an organization, it quickly came to me that we were there to start the conversation, be the white elephant in the room, and and be the bridge. Because mm-hmm. even if you're like, you know, I'm struggling, it's like, okay, where are you, are you gonna go look for help, like. And that's the big issue. Like, Wow,
0: yeah. We just saw, you know, I'm obviously... I'm so glad you said that. I'm so well, sorry, go on. Well, well,
1: no, it's just such a massive issue because, like, look at what just happened with Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain. Like, two very, very iconic, tragic suicides. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with Chester Bennington. Same thing with Chris Cornell. Same thing with Robin Williams. And same thing with every fucking person that dies by suicide every fucking day. It's sad. And we only talk about it after it happens. And the issue for me was even if you have the ability to get help because of stigma, because of everything that's out there with pressure and society thinking that we always have to be on the last thing we're going to do is show our cards and be like, I need help, you know? And, and what's really sad is that we only get to that point either after a completion or absolutely like after a massive crisis has occurred and impacted our lives. But what happened, do you know, last week, everyone just started posting hotline numbers and it's Mm like, folks like that's fine. And Danny, those numbers are existent, and those are great resources. We work with all those great, amazing people, but like the conversation just needed to be had that if you're struggling, you need to fucking reach out because if you don't, who the fuck's going to speak up for you? Because we're talking about our brains here. It's not like when you have say like, you know, a tumor or, or, or a broken arm or anything like that where people can fucking look at you and go, oh, there's something going on. Yeah. You, you know, like when we see someone with a broken arm, we're like, oh, must have fell down. Maybe Any you of, can-
0: your part of your of your body, we think about right. it that way. right? Yeah. And,
1: and like, we understand how to treat physical health for the most part. But when it comes to our mental health, we're like... <laughs> I don't want to say anything about my mental health because I don't want to be labeled crazy. But the truth is, if we just came to the realization that the more we talk about it, the more we share our own experiences, the more we'll realize that we're not alone, we're not crazy, we're not insane, we're not fucked up, we are human beings. Mm-hmm. And we're just going through this thing called life and and if you're struggling, just know that it's okay not to be okay, which we own the fucking trademark on, all you fucking scam artists. But anyways. <laughs> um, <coughs> Have you had issues
0: with that recently?
1: Uh, <laughs> I, I, let's just say I'm buying very nice reams of paper to send and cease cease and desist or uh, no i'm just kidding like I, I would rather people you know jock our shit than not do it at all but the thing is is that you know the organization was started to be that conversation starter and mm-hmm. and and really be the be the elephant in the room you know being like hey everyone you know everyone's got a brain here you know because yeah. I see this all the time <clears throat> You know, we're human beings. We eat, sleep, shit, and cry. So let's just get past that, right? You know, it's kind of like that scene in Varsity Blues where the teacher's like, penis, 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 vagina, vagina, <laughs> vagina. And this is like, yeah, we, we know. Like, we know. But still, because these subject matters are, like, taboo or, like, we were told not to talk about them or anything like that growing up. Like, yeah. it's just so hard to do so. So that's why we lead with two things, outreach and education.
0: Wait, so I want to know, why do you think... Why do you think that people are ashamed? Like, what? What is? I, I mean, I, I I assume, I guess that shame is the, is the barrier between shame, you know,
1: guilt, fear, uh, which is all stigma. Mm-hmm. You know, and when we think about fear, right? Fear is internal. Mm-hmm. The things that insinuate and build it are external. Mm-hmm. Like we get anxiety because, oh my god, like someone else is going to think this of me. But you know deep down inside that's not who you are, but you're fearing that they are. And I'm just like, why the fuck are you living your life worrying about someone else? Yeah, You realize that person is going to go one day too. And like, even if they, you know, but I'm just saying like, it's even, it's like, like, who the fuck, I I don't give, I I do not give a shit. I told this to a funder this morning. I was like, I don't give a fuck who you are, what money you have, what money you don't have. I'm like, I give a shit about where you're going. And for me, I would not bullshit you. Like I, I, don't care. Like if you're an artist and you're a big celebrity or anything like that, guess what? <clears throat> you eat, sleep, shit, and cry.
0: Yeah. Well, so. I mean, Matt, when you were when you were on, your way here. I was like, I was like, I always get, I always get anxious. You know, it's it's hard. It's I mean, you're you're bringing somebody in your home, but not only that, like you're you're having a conversation, and of course, it's like it's just a, it's conversation between you and I, but yeah. it's going to be heard by a couple thousand people, so you know, it makes me, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm always afraid about what people think. And and then I'm like, but I can't think that way. And then I literally said out loud. I'm like, I can't think that, that way because I'm going to die one day or so, and so are they. So it doesn't yeah. fucking matter. And yeah, no. it's like, and that's truly like, I feel I have this, I have this app on my phone. I've talked about it. Like I tell everybody about it. It's this app. It's called We Croak, and uh, it's an app that reminds you five times a day at random intervals that you're going to die. Yeah. And, I, you know, and, and, and having number one, having that app on my phone, when I get like a ding on my phone, I'm like, I'm not like, oh, my gosh, it's a text message. Who could it be? I'm like, I'm going to die one day. And it totally changes the way that I think about the kind yeah. of person that I want to yeah, be. You, you got to
1: remember your death.
0: Yes. And that type of that type of reflection, that type of internal introspection. And, yeah. and it's something that we fear. But at the same time, though, it sounds like that was one of the reasons that you started this is because you wanted to leave a valuable mark in the world
1: yeah yeah and it's not about me it's it's about we and, and sure i'm the founder and ceo i say i pay the bills or thankfully we've expanded so we have an account now that pays the bills but you know it's just like i give a shit and mm-hmm. that's all i do and and i'm I'm not some like prick who's sitting in an office and like leaves for my tea time although like one day i do want to go play golf you know i miss playing golf but the, the thing is is like I I'm, I just. I live in this moment and I just I, I think about it like this it's like if I'm not doing this who's going to be doing it because the resources are out there but like I said who's going to get fucking people to go there because like what we're doing as an organization now is like we're, we're redefining the conversation around mental health. We're, we're readjusting it, and it's we're doing it in the coolest way. We're meeting people where they're at and not where we expect them to be, mm-hmm. and we do it through things such so like Dark Matter Coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, Dark Matter is, you know, those are my, my my brothers and my sisters, and I love them all dearly because when we met in 2013, it was, you know, we were still a young organization, and they were, you know, they, they were four years old at that time they were still a young organization they only had two locations and now they have uh five locations Mm -hmm. and like you know um, osmium
0: is really great just on the street i go there a couple times a week it's amazing i mean it's a it's an incredible community of people who i mean just artists people who are creative who are like a shit who give a shit who are you know who are deeply involved and invested in the community Mm -hmm. in ways that that you know, when you have a chain, not that there isn't a place for that. When I'm on the tollway and I'm going from like you know Iowa to Nebraska, like you better bet. I hope that there's <laughs> something. And then if that happens to be a Starbucks, okay, I'm gonna stop. But it's it's the kind of places like <laughs> you're like there was a little judgment there, wasn't there? Well,
1: I, I mean, in the re- and also in recent events, like you know, Starbucks's CEO just like up and left after being called out on his racial card. But that's fine. It's
0: uh, on his what?
1: Like the whole like, you know how they did like the whole like where they shut down the locations for a couple yeah hours, yeah and, like, he left. He he, he resigned like three or four days after that, you know, and like, I don't know why, but I was yeah. like, you, you know, it's, it, it doesn't matter, you know, like I, I think that, you know, coffee, people need coffee, like yeah, co- coffee is the fuel that we have um, in our lives and coffee is also so important um, to getting us through that day. And so when we were sitting down, um, you know, at Riot Fest 2013, like, all the dark matter crew and I were just talking about like, how can we do things differently? Cause like they're a young organization where we are a very young organization, but we just chose to keep this conversation going because so often like uh, a company will want to get involved with a charity. And then it's like, Oh, we're going to do this one off thing right. where like literally every day I'm talking to people at dark matter. And it's not because we opened up a coffee shop and like we're utilizing dark matter coffee in the shop. It's like, because like, I don't know. We're talking about like, hey, how do we do this crazy fucking thing together that y- nobody you know? is doing?
0: Yeah. I mean, 100% of profits going towards suicide yeah. prevention. Yeah. That is a that is that is not an easy feat. And I mean and it's a beautiful space too. I mean, you walk in there and it feels good. It feels yeah. home, like home. Yeah. And it feels it doesn't feel like it feels like somewhere that you can walk in, and you can. There's like there's beautiful art, and there's like natural wood, and it just. And they're serving the dark matter coffee, and it's yeah. like when you, when you have that experience, that exchange. I mean, even just going to Osmium twice a week, you go there and you see the baristas every single right. week. And it's it's establishing that sense of community that like I belong here. You know, it's not just going to a random place and like you know you gro- your grocer, you know right, your coffee right. people like people. Right. And just- you know,
1: and, and and that's the thing. It's like Starbucks at the core. That's what they started off with. You know, and it's like you can't be mad that they're they're a massive massive company right now. Right. Yeah. Um. You know, you can only thank them for revolutionizing some of the things that we're able to do, like our espresso machine by Laramazuco, Lar- like. Would not be a possibility if star if Starbucks didn't bring you know Lamarzoco to Seattle and then revolutionize that game because those, Those fucking machines are still hand built in Italy. Wow! And um, it's just it's a beautiful thing. But um, I always say that you know you have barbers, baristas, and bartenders who are on the front line of everything. And now I also add the Uber and Lyft drivers to that (laughs) because we, we whether we see that person all the time, we see them once. It's like it's it's human interaction, and because. Technology is so fucking tight. We forgot how to talk to each other. (laughs) Uh, And that's a big issue. And if you don't think it's a big issue, then obviously it's because you you think you have thousands of friends. But you sit alone in your apartment all day and you feel like shit, you know? And Mm -hmm. it's so good to have that. Like when you look someone in the eyes and you have a connection Mm -hmm. or even better, when you have a disagreement and you use your words instead of like being in Chicago where everyone like grabs a gun and shoots you, you know, it's like, (laughs) I don't know the world's so fucking ass backwards right now, but at the same time, That shit's been going on for decades, you know? It's just because of technology, like, we just see it, and we feel it, and we we experience it completely different, Mm -hmm. and the thing about, like, suicide is that it's always been a thing, and... Mental health's always been a thing, but you know, just like cancer and HIV, until someone gave a shit to like pull it out of the deep dark corner that everyone thought that it's just it's just over there. It doesn't exist in this room. It's just right over there. It doesn't exist. You're like, no, bro, it's actually everywhere in this room. That's when like we start realizing, you know what? Like, no, we don't have to live this way. We can Mm -hmm. actually do something different. Yeah, and that's what I chose to you know start doing. But doing it on a good days and the bad days, because there are days, there was days that I doubt that this would even work. And there's still days, to, you know, to this day that I'm like, man, like, what if, you know, like the what ifs. Because if... I feel like if you don't keep yourself balanced, you're just gonna get ahead of yourself and getting a big ego and get then all cocky. Yeah, and fuck you, you know, yeah. like don't. Yeah, like this is like I, I keep saying it. It's not about me. It's about we. And it's like, gratitude. Yeah. It's like being
0: it's being grateful for the position that you're in and right. and knowing that that it, that it's not promised because right. I because we I think that I think that part of the issue with gratitude is number one we have too much, um, we have access to too much. I think it's the same thing with like food. I think it's the same thing with like you know with, with like social media with everything there's we're bombarded by so much technology information all of these things that like we don't recognize the tools that that we have and how valuable it is and we don't recognize like when we build something that like it's it's not owed to us the next day
1: right and
0: um but sorry please go on
1: no but that's that's like that's about remembering your death you know and Mm -hmm. like I, you know, I, when I was like getting the organization going, I just kept saying yes to things because I was like, it's going to work, it's going to work, it's going to work. And and even to this day, I feel like we've only accomplished maybe 12% of what I want to like do with the organization. And it's because I've gotten to a place now where I'm more confident than ever in what we're doing as an organization. And for a long time, I had to walk around and, and be like, oh, I appreciate you allowing me to have a seat at the table. Um, or maybe one day I'll have a seat at the table where now I'm like, I have my own table and I'm inviting everyone to it. And and that's like a different thing about Hope for the Day than, than a lot of other nonprofits or just organizations in general is that like I'm the first to say like we're not going to be able to solve this crisis by ourselves. You know, like I, I can't run around the country saving 121 people a day from taking their lives plus the other hundreds of people that are attempting every single day like I can't. But what I can do is I can work together. I can bind together. I can bring other people that with like-minded attitude in the room, and say, "All right, you handle this text, you know, you, territory. You handle this territory." But we're saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's okay not to be okay. Very simple. Like mm-hmm. we're not saying, "If you're depressed, call this number." It's not going to fucking work. So for me, it's it's just so important to know that. Um, while we're building this organization every day, we remember that, you know, we remember our death and remember that like, this is supposed to be bigger than us. So it's got to sustain much longer than our deaths, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, in our lives. And and then it's like, uh, I don't think people think about that sometimes because we also live in a very me, 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 me world. And, um, you know, I think that those people have a very rude awakening coming for them, you know, yeah. whether it's sooner or later, like karma's a bitch. And, you know, it's, Going back to like the whole like you know you 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 get what you give mentality is so true and that's like not only to like I give to the world and the world needs to give to me it's like no if you give to yourself yourself's gonna give back to you and that's like how you maintain a healthy lifestyle right Mm -hmm. but then what happens there it it empowers and and it allows you to go do more things outside and and be healthier and and live longer to enjoy these like precious moments that. We honestly don't even really, ex- you know, have the ability to um, experience because we're like, oh my god, I gotta throw this on my Insta story. <laughs> like, what? Wait, what's the GIF with with the fiery guy with the flame <laughs> on his head? Like, <laughs> yeah, the things that don't. I just want to fucking like face plant this microphone right now, just because <laughs> I'm just like, God, we have failed so much. <laughs> but at the same time, it's bound people together. It's actually helped people become. Um, you know, more confident themselves, mm-hmm. and it's allowed us as a company to utilize digital platforms to connect people with the proper resources when they're struggling with mental health. So I'm grateful for them. I just wish some of y'all platforms would get your shit together and fuck these algorithms. Like, stop this oh, shit. Oh, I know. Yo, no, why do I have to push another crazy. fucking thing to get a notification? Yeah. Why do I, like just leave me the fuck alone and like w- let me like what I fucking like. Yes. And don't like have me go back in there and. I'm so sick and tired of like these algorithms sucking, especially on Instagram because Instagram's the fucking jam.
0: Instagram is the jam, absolutely. Right. And
1: and and it and it's allowed people who never thought that they could even push a fucking button on an actual like disposable camera and be like, "I'm a photo artist now." <laughs> <coughs> hashtag iPhone only.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag no filter. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yes.
1: You know, or like, I, I just think that it's it's done so much good. It's obviously done a shit ton of bad, but like. Mm-hmm that's the yin and yang of life and if everything was just so good eh, life would suck you know and it's not the pursuit of happiness i always tell people it's the pursuit of balance
0: yeah yeah and i like and, and meaning too i mean like just yeah. that i mean that's you, cuz you have to have something to fight for you have right. to have something that you're that you're vouching for and and you have to kind of figure out like okay you know humanity as a whole like Mm -hmm. what direction are we going into and what like how like i'm just one person and if humanity is running like a like a herd of cows like how am i gonna pivot so i'm the the one cow that kind of like leads everyone in a similar direction in one way or the other to to make things different and i mean i do i don't even do you know when like the first like uh mental health campaigns started coming out because I mean you think about like the 50s I don't remember. No,
1: oh no fuck no like this this thing is, they, this like is so no, one, new. no one has talked about it and like now I, I, I feel like 2018 is like the year of mental health really yeah. it has and someone told me like man you knew this was coming and I was like no I just started caring about it because it was already there it's just now more and more people are talking about it but it's still unfortunately usually after tragedy happens but what we're starting to see, which is something that I've you know, been talking and preaching about for so long, is that with tragedy comes opportunity, but the opportunity can only truly be gained if you educate yourself on what the fuck happened, so we can avoid this. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's also because I feel like I grew up, um, you know, in an area that had good education. I just wasn't educated well, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't. I didn't like how I was treated um, by some of my my teachers. You know, people thought I had like you know behavioral shit, and I was just like, I just don't give a shit. Like one plus one equals two. I don't need to know what x equals y. Carry the fuck off. The system is
0: broken, not the people in it. Right,
1: right, exactly. And and for me. Um, for someone who does have ADHD, like I was just like a fucking ferret bouncing off the walls and then all of a sudden it's like, oh wait, this is a subject matter I really care about. This is a book. I'm going to open it <laughs> up. I am to read
0: it for like two hours right, because I right, care about it and right, I'm not exactly. being forced to sit at a desk no, and exactly.
1: stare at a wall. And then, yeah. you know, I, I go to college and I'm like a straight A student and I'm like, wow, it's because things are, I got to choose what I wanted, you know? Yeah, and it's not yeah. to say that, you know, your your early fundamentals are not important. It's just how it's being taught in my school um, you know, that I, I, my high school was 6,000 kids, you know, so it's like, how the fuck do you get past being a student identification number, you know, 154266?
0: 6, 6. And, uh, oh, wait, 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 hang on. Middle school, are we middle school? Zero, uh, eight, nine, five, three, six for high school. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, go on. Yeah. <laughs> no. So
1: it's, it's like, you know, I, I, that's how I found punk rock. That's how I found, found hardcore it was just like these small communities that I felt like I, I, I really, you know, mixed well with these people Mm -hmm. and came from different backgrounds and it wasn't just the same shit every day. And for me, I was like, I like, I like, it was nice knowing that there was something bigger out there than me. Mm -hmm. Um, and being a part of it when I was a very young person that taught me so many things like, uh, you know, it, it was one of those things I didn't, I didn't know about veganism, you know, in, until the the late Mm nineties, I sound like I'm really old, but I'm only 32 kind of um but uh
0: <laughs> you're not i don't like i don't think whenever anybody says that i'm like no i'm like you can't say that until you're like 94 at yeah. least yeah no <laughs> the,
1: no i say that day the day you die is the day you become an adult yeah you know yeah and i i'm, I'm just a firm believer that um you know that we are we're, we're just in this really interesting place in life right now that we have an opportunity to own these values, you know, where our parents, maybe they didn't have the best choices. They didn't have opportunities. You know, my, my parents, um, both didn't, you know, graduate from college Mm -hmm. and, and I know they wish they did and they do, they do fine by, you know, without it. But it's like, um, you know, I felt like they were kind of put into a cookie cutter, you know, box. And my mom always told me that even when I die, they'll never put me in a box. And I was like, yeah, you're right. You know, like I, I, that's just not who I am. But you know, it's one of those things that I really have learned a tremendous amount about people, and 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 the coolest thing about starting a mental health organization, other than like saving people, even though everyone's like, "You saved my life," I'm like, "Fuck you, you did it." All I did was put some shit out there, and you just fucking picked it up, and you you got yourself through that. So kudos to you. And if we had if we played a role, awesome. If we didn't, still awesome because we're still having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, our our parents didn't have. Necessarily, those opportunities to do to, to do that they had to like provide. There was just no if, ands or buts, and they maybe f- fell into a career that was different. But for for us, we're able to really hone in on what we we love. If we want to go get kombucha and charge, you, you know, get charged six dollars for a thing of kombucha, like, we want to. We can, you know, but at the same time. Um, We don't have to, but those options are there now. So it's like with mental health, those options have always been there. It's just no one has ever wanted to talk about it, nor has anyone ever thought about it outside of like, well, if I admit that I'm I'm going through something right now, I'm going to have to take a pill or I'm going to be in a straitjacket or Mm -hmm. I'm. It's like, no, folks, you missed it. Yeah cuz I,
0: I feel like I, I feel like every single person that you run into on a daily basis is having a mental health struggle of their own yeah. in one way or another. Yeah. cuz you have a fucking brain. Yes. Yes, absolutely. 100%. And and so so when you're talking about how you're take you you guys are coming at it you're having the mental health conversation on a on a different level from a different perspective. Um so you're you are the it's it sounds like what you're kind of saying is that you are the connection between the individual yeah. and the phone number that says call if you need help. Yeah, yeah, we're the bridge.
1: We're the bridge. We're the bridge to either resources, the bridge to education, mm-hmm. the, the bridge to you know activism, and, mm-hmm. and 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 we invite everyone to the table, and and it's a lot cooler when you look around and you see a, a du- real diverse group of people, and that's kind of like how I felt when I walked into like my first hardcore show. I was like. I wonder where that person's from. I wonder where that person's from, but we are all like singing along to the same song and I think that there's a very big parallel with everyone in life that we're all singing along to the same song, right? But like some of us don't know all the words. Some of us, you know, would rather just not sing cuz we're we're we're, you know, I, I don't know, like we're scared of how people think our our voice might crack or whatever the fuck it is, but like we're all going to the same song and we all have the ability to sing together in harmony, but at the same time, we don't because we we don't want our flaws to be shown and and it's really sad because like the more that we're you know together in this thought pattern the less we're going to see people take their lives the less we're going to see people use violence on themselves or other people um it's just it's just getting to this understanding and it's just so crucial that like if you're going through anything that you speak up about it, because you have that option. Mm -hmm. We no longer have, you you know, old men saying, boys don't cry. Mm -hmm. We, and even if we do fuck off. Yeah. I don't,
0: I think that's going to be faded out really fast. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, Absolutely. You know, and like, um, I, I, the, the conversation is, very much different when it comes to mental health but at the same time it's still very 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 stigmatized and like it's just because people don't want to be labeled and
0: what does that stigma look like like when you talk about (coughs) there that i I mean i understand that there's a stigma because i feel it but i don't really feel like i can actually identify it what do you see it like what do you see it as because i feel like if you're if you're on a movement where you're like okay we need to overcome this thing we have to define what this thing is in order to move forward past it so like what do you think that stigma is and how can we as individuals move past it
1: well the way we move past it is by inviting everyone to the same conversation and that's why you know when we <clears throat> started talking about opening up sip of hope it wasn't just to be a coffee shop and raise money for hope for today's work it was also to be a thing that allowed people everyday people who want good coffee because everybody deserves to drink dark matter coffee um you 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 begin to start thinking that oh wow like we're not talking about me. We're talking about a cup of coffee. We're talking about this coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And we invite people to the conversation. We invite them to be a part of charity, which is very, um, <clears throat> it's its its pretty rare, you know, because you think of charity, you just think of, like, handing out a hand, giving money, you know, whatever, and not really seeing where it goes, where our whole thing about Hope for the Day is, like, how do we build transparency, tangibility, authenticity, and, and also, like, be a cool fucking organization and I have always just strived to think you know differently and do that because we can now mm-hmm. and sure I get some shit for it but I I, pr- I say this all the time I say this probably a hundred times a day we proudly work with the alcohol industry because I can't blame everyone for my uncle drinking a bottle of Delmore Scotch for 22 days or 22 years for his entire life and, and dying and like everyone's like, well, he that was not a suicide. I'm like, that was a fucking suicide. Like literally, he, like that was a fucking suicide. You can't you can't just be like, well, that was a suicide or that wasn't. I was like, that's that was a mental health crisis. That was alcohol abuse. And and we look at things like alcohol abuse. We look at you know o- the opiate crisis. We we look at gun violence. Those are all fucking mental health issues. That, that's. No one just wants to pick up a fucking gun one day and go spray a block. Right. You have to get to the point where you're like, fuck everything. Mm-hmm. But like, why'd you get there? How'd you get there?
0: Yeah, all of these all of these issues are dressed up right. as these separate issues, but what we're not seeing is like this big right. overarching thing that brings it all together.
1: Right, no, exactly. And that's the bigger picture because we can think that way now is that we're like, oh, wait a minute, this makes sense. You know, like no one's really thinking that you get diagnosed with, you know, cancer, breast cancer, what have you. Your mental health's cool, right? Fuck no! You're like, I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm sick, I'm plagued, I have cancer, I have the C word, you know? Like, yeah. oh my God, you know? And, and, and it's scary, but do you think that if someone was like, hey, so, this is what you're gonna experience if you're gonna go through chemotherapy, and here's some positive, in- influential things that you could be bringing into your life daily that's gonna help Keep your mental state in a good place while you're battling this physical, you know, Mm -hmm. health issue. And But no one's thinking like that. And and for us, we're like our whole theory of meeting people were that. And now we expect them to be like, I'm just looking at opportunity. Like beer bottles are being, you know, produced every day. So why wouldn't I fucking partner with the alcohol industry to put resources on them?
0: Yeah. Same reason why
1: we put, uh, you know, resources on a bag of coffee. Like someone said, oh, you're just like the pack of cigarettes in the UK or in Europe where they show you your lungs from smoking cigarettes. And I was like,
2: kind of, of but but like,
1: I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to use everyday things to humanize things. And that's like product placement, you know? And it's like if we live in such a world where you got to buy, 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 it's like you should deserve to be able to purchase something that is also impacting a bigger community than just yourself and that's what the coffee does for you every single day and after coming to get a cup of coffee for 100 days on the 101st day of getting coffee shit hits the fan you can walk in a sip of hope and grab a resource you can grab a conversation with a barista but like the barista is not going to be like all right well go see the counselor down the hall they're going to be like hey so what's going on you know like just let's just talk about it like hey can i get you another cup of coffee We're just having a great conversation here but then they're going to be able to point you in the right direction go get the resources in there there's some great resources in, in our resource area and and it's like, you don't have to like go down the hall and be like, it's right when you walk in mm-hmm. That's stigma free,
0: you're integrating it into the community yeah. as opposed to making it a thing that's on the outside right. of the community where they feel like they're reaching out to like, well, you know, a call center, like next door to like where they fix, like, you know, where they order parts for Dyson vacuum right. cleaners, you right. know, cause exactly. that's how I feel like when I look at those phone numbers, like, and it's not humanized like that sometimes I'm like, Am I calling like a call and like a, a comments and questions line for Cheerios because yeah. <laughs> like it's advertised in the same way? But when you have it like when you have it where it's separate from that, when it's something that's like a more deeply integrated in the community, exactly. you you there's a person there's like skin behind it, you know? Like we have all these materials around us like like wood and glass and plastic, all these things, but like skin, human living skin, right? It's, it that totally that's a totally different thing, and, and we need to. Um, we need to appreciate like how that can change our lives right. if we if we associate with each other in yeah. a more
1: in a more human way right right and that's why you know barbers breeches and bartenders it's so important because these people are, are more on the front line of your everyday mm-hmm. than most of your friends probably mm-hmm. um, unless you and your friends go get your hair cut together or go and get the coffee together every day or you all go to the bar together right but yeah. like, that conversation isn't there you know like we live in a world where it's like they're going to cut you off if you're like beyond wasted, but like you think they're going to go, Hey, are you all right? Not a whole lot, but we're changing that and we're mm-hmm. proud to be changing it here in Chicago and we're and in figuring out ways to really um, utilize this opportunity to go, you know, to a national international level because we've used music and the arts as a way to get to, you know, an international level. Um, Cause we, we work with the things that make us happy and that's like our whole, that, that, that's like our backbone to like, you know, meeting people where we're, we're at and not where we're them to be, you know, it's like if I could literally put, you know, hotline numbers on like toilet paper and you're like on the toilet and you're having a shit day <laughs> while taking a shit, you could be like, yeah. all right, huh. <laughs>
0: well,
1: I'm glad I got a couple more sheets of this stuff because I got to <laughs> yeah. clean up, but yeah. you know, it, it, it's tr- it's the truth, but it's also mm-hmm. because like we're in a world that like, <clears throat> does not know how to fund mental health properly. Mm-hmm. Um and so that's why we have to you know we have to be transparent with everything. So I feel like we're doing we're fighting two crises just trying to be a nonprofit organization that's honest and also trying to be a, a mental health organization that's that is tangible and that it that is not just some like dry shit on a wall and and no, it's not that, you know. So like stigma to us is how do we get in front of it? It's like you know I could I could I could try to be like, hey, are you okay? Or I could let you purchase your favorite product, and be like, no shit, <laughs> wow, this hotline number, like
0: this is a resource. I can
1: call someone. Like, so
0: it so like I, I have to ask. I always wonder about this. So like most of these hotlines are these for people that are like, whenever I think about that, I'm like, the, is that for people who is like right on the brink, or is that for like anybody, anybody. who's feeling depressed and anxious? F-
1: fuck, if you just need someone to talk to because you don't even want to talk to, you, you could call these fucking numbers. Like, How, cause,
0: Yeah, I always thought about that. I'm like, oh, okay, it's a crisis <sighs> line. So when I think crisis line, I have to be in crisis or else they're going to be like, all right, listen, this is a crisis line. This is yeah. not I had a shitty morning. Yeah, but
1: that's <laughs> like, that, like, But that's like, the thing. That's like, mental health. Yeah, you know? and yeah. And it's like, who are we to diagnose how you're feeling? Right. Because yeah. I can't see your brain. Like, mm-hmm. you have nice hair. You know, I'm sure if you were bald, you'd still have a nice scalp, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I still can't see your brain. Mm-hmm. I understand from working with some of our great partners what a brain looks like when it starts to be in distress and then it starts to get to that crisis point. Then. Where there's the point of no turning back, unfortunately. And all it is is look, it looks like your brain is just more and more bruised, but we don't know that, you mm-hmm. know? And that's why, like, <clears throat> this little shit Coca-Cola bottle with cherry in it, goddamn, damn, you look delicious. Um, you know, we take things like this, mm-hmm. and you go. So we all know what a Coca-Cola bottle looks like, and we all understand the kind of like the theory of, like, what happens when we shake it up. Mm-hmm. But when you break it down, we're all Coca-Cola bottles, or Diet Coke or Sprite or Fanta or whatever the fuck your flavor is or polar salts of water (laughs) Um, (laughs) fuck LaCroix and um (laughs) you know we shake it up we understand that the pressure builds in there so we all know that you gotta you know you gotta ease that cap off and be like oh yeah okay cool and it doesn't go everywhere but if you shake it up 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 and then you just take the cap off the whole fucking thing explodes Mm -hmm. and it sprays everywhere and and as gory and scary as that sounds like that's what happens when people take their lives you know like it's a temporary solution to you, you, you know like that is is going to be a permanent one and it it relieves you of that pain it takes so many more people so much longer to be able to recover from that and and f- as someone who has lost so many people and hears about it every day i'm not immune to it it reminds me of like the days that i'm like i need to chill out you know like whew, rough day but it's also why we serve, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like on the days that we're trying to do an event and like it's hectic and someone left something and the office is 20 miles away and shit like that and you start to scream and like stress. Da, 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 da. You're like, wait a minute, this is why we do this thing, because we're all soda bottles mm-hmm. and like we gotta relieve that pressure. And the best way to relieve that pressure is to do the things that you love. And that can be through music, the arts, health, wellness, pretty much anything. And that's why we work with those platforms instead of just being like an organization that just waits for people to come to them. Mm-hmm. We invite them to it. You know, yeah. like we do that. And five years ago we started touring around the country with the Vans Warp Tour, we started partnering with Live Nation and um, the first day of Warp tour standing there in Houston, and I look around and go, there's nine stages, and I have a lot of friends on each stage. I wonder if I could like just speak and talk about the organization. And we're the only charity in in warp tour history, um you know, in all twenty four years of being wow. you know on stage. And so this summer, um you know, after we get done with the this last lap because of the tour is ending, um we're gonna be able to probably say that we have distributed, you know well over a million resource cards. Um, but we've also, complete, you know, I've, I've, I've had over 1,300 speeches on this tour in five years, which, you know, a million versus 1,300, it seems like a big, very big difference. But the only reason we got to that point was because of those, those speeches. And it's because I was like, today is your day. today is not a day that you just you you sit here and you and you neglect yourself. today is more of an opportunity than ever because you're with like-minded people to talk about things that are going on cuz we're all going through this shit and being able to point to our tent where we have a great team that can provide, you know, outreach, you know, to you and resources and education materials and just talk. Mm-hmm. Like how fucking cool, you know? And 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 it's like we are just we're we're attaching ourselves to the things that make people happy. Um, just to remind them because they reach we reach out to those things. Like I tell runners all the time, I'm like, you run, right? They're like, yeah. I'm like, why do you run? They're like, oh, for health reasons. I like go, bullshit. I go, yeah, you're healthy, right? How does it make you feel? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it's the best thing after a fucking hard day at work, and I go for a run. Yeah. or I, I do this, I do that. I'm like, oh, so now we're talking the language here, you know? And as mm-hmm. a big guy, like you're someone,
0: talking mental health. Yeah. Yes, yeah,
1: and well, you're talking wellness, mm-hmm. like a plant can't fucking grow without water. Mm -hmm. Like if you neglect that, your plant's going to die. If you neglect your mental health, you're going to get in a situation that you don't want to be in. And that's a scary situation, but a lot of people are going through it. And the more people open up their, their hearts and their minds to this thought that if we just share how we've gotten through this shit, other people are going to be like, well, wait a minute, that worked for you. That worked for you. And that's why we work a lot with, you know, influencers is it's because, People look up to him. I mean, Kate Spade literally revolutionized what it felt like to go from being a girl to a woman. You know, it's just like the same thing when you first get your Tiffany, you know, first Tiffany's box and stuff like that. Um, and and Anthony Bourdain t- told us to travel and to explore and to be, you know, don't live it in, in just a life where you just go to work and come home and beat your wife or something like that. Like, go explore don't just don't think that it's the same routine and i fucking hate that like if i if i feel like i'm getting into a routine that is just like an everyday thing. i'm like oh, wait a minute no 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 <laughs> no 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 no, no yeah, I, I did i
0: didn't not take that nine to five whatever job just so that i could right. reinforce it in my own right. life in yeah. a different and, and, way
1: and, and i don't take days off I, I take hours off each day and it's so important to do that because we forget to you know when we're making our laundry list of things to do for the day and especially if you got clients and also are like fuck i got so much shit to do for these other people yeah about yourself like, what about yourself? Like, stop neglecting yourself. And, and yeah. that's really where we pride ourselves as an organization because we offer all these opportunities for outreach and for people to get involved. But then the bigger picture is we also back it with education, which traditionally mental health organizations are research-based and then suicide prevention organizations are outreach, well, no, advocacy and awareness. We don't use the word advocacy or awareness in our organization. I tell to everyone, if you ever use it, I'm going to kick you. I like I'm like if you don't realize that the world's a fucked up place, you're not paying attention and there's no reason for us to, you know, we're trying to yeah. raise awareness.
0: I, I am so happy that you're saying this because I cannot. It's like you hear it all the time. You're like, we're going to raise awareness. Hey, you know what? Did you have you seen yeah. every single shitty headline that we've received yeah. in the last year? This is not, it's not awareness that we're searching for. It's it's like and I, I liked what you said earlier. It really struck me because it's like you. It's, it's OK not to be OK. Yeah. And like, what are you gonna do about it? Yeah, because there are like things that you can actually do to combat it. And I like what you're talking about, how like there are these different avenues that you can take in uh, order to make sure that your mental health is on point. And like for me, whenever I'm like, whenever I'm feeling like shit, whenever I'm having a shitty day, or I'm really anxious, or I'm frustrated, I'm like, all right, I'm like, I'm like a little kid. So I'm like, did I get enough sleep? Did I did I eat okay? And did I exercise? Yeah, did you eat like, your thing
1: of like Cheerios right? that mom put out for you? Right? <laughs> did, did I did I
0: go outside?
2: Like what are you
0: know what I mean? Like and if 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 I haven't if right. I can't check all of those boxes and I'm feeling like shit. I need to start like kind of reassessing okay let's get those things taken care of right. and then like and then you know maybe I'm actually feeling that way but maybe also like I'm being a little bit over the top maybe I need to kind of be like alright reassess this from a pragmatic because the way I, I, I kind of see is, you know especially with mental health like everything is biological Right. everything is happening like in our human biology oh my and God, Yeah. we have there's so many things that we can do to influence that human biology and we have so yeah. many tools the, and the fact that you're bringing these tools up to the forefront and saying yeah, not only can we talk about this? But well, we, we can talk about this in a sense that it's like, well, what's helped? For me, it's like essential oils has really helped. I'm yeah. Like I sit in a room with essential oils and I'm like it totally changes my experience oh, the yeah. way that I, I feel I like
1: candles in every room I go into. I'm like, yes. oh I need to bring I need to bring the vibes, <laughs> you know? Yes, and, yes. and and the vibes are very, very real. Yeah. Um but you know, there's you know, the educational side is so important because we look at a lot of the issues that especially hit the minorities um, and and they you know you, you go how, how do you hit how do you hit all these communities with the same topics and it's like all right poverty yes like, like you know no access little access to healthcare yes okay well mm-hmm. it's like so why are we fighting over like soda tax based on like a money thing instead of like why isn't there a soda tax to help people stop drinking soda, even though I'm drinking soda right now? <laughs> uh, it's it's a very rare moment, but it's like no, no. we fought for that because of a money issue, not because, well, we probably have an enormous amount of diabetics in the city of Chicago or running around the state of Illinois or anything like that. Like We would rather... Like fight for like the fact that oh it's money it's money it's money it's money and and that's why our healthcare system is so fucked up is just because like if they can't make money off you you know they're not gonna they're not gonna treat it you know look at how many yeah. look at how many 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 healthcare plans are starting to now be like and we cover mental health it's like why why weren't we thinking that yeah you it know? was
0: like if they were to like omit like the gallbladder be like we have every we cover everything but your gallbladder yeah. if, and it's like well. But what if something happens yeah. to my golf Yeah, it's like we cover
1: everything but you.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes. Yeah, and so, so I want to know. So, can you tell me more about like the educational side of things in terms of like how do you guys like how do how do you communicate? How do you change the conversation in a way that people? and I know you don't really know, use the word advocacy, but I'm using it in the sense of like how do you empower people to advocate for themselves.
1: Well it's it's about speaking for yourself. And so what we try to tell people a lot is that you if you have a story, you have to share it. And you can't be worried about it because the truth is is that by opening up your mouth you literally could save a life. What a fucking theory, right? But that's the truth. That is the absolute truth. Especially for like, you know, any celebrity or influencer or just you know, even if you're you come to the coffee shop and you're sitting next to someone and you brush shoulders and you start a casual conversation and then you dive into like, oh yeah, so how'd you find out about sip of hope? It's like, uh, well, I watched this video online and it said I should come here, so I'm gonna check it out. You're like, oh, okay, cool. Well, how'd you figure it out? Well, you know, honestly, I struggle, um, you know, with X, Y, Z, and um, I love coffee. And I figured, you know, like this would be a great place to come and get a cup of coffee, you know, support the cause that has, you know, supported me and got me through some really rough shit. And that other person's probably like, yo, can I tell you something? i struggled too. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I, I, it's fine. Like, who, who fucking cares? Like, why, why should you let that go? You know, because like that fear is one thing, but that like, that guilt is another thing. That resentment is another thing. You know, like when you have resentment towards yourself, it's a very scary place to be. And so many people beat themselves up because they're not perfect. And uh, I I was laughing the other day when I was like, everybody is a beach body, you know, like, and everyone's like, what? And I was like, yeah, this sexy body of mine is ready for the beach, and, you know. I know I don't fucking care, like. But when I was growing up, I was very, very, you know, self conscious of my weight, and I st- and I still sometimes am. But now I'm just like I don't fucking care anymore. Because like, if I die tomorrow, who gives a shit? Like that that stuff doesn't go with you. Mm-hmm. So let it go now. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's like, and it's funny like uh, to use this as like a little stepping stone. But like, I literally just started getting rid of shit out of my life mm-hmm. because I was like, if I have no if it makes no sense to me to have it or like if there's no value or if it's not giving to me, then why the fuck is it taking up my space? Mm -hmm. Because we, you know, we don't have a whole lot of space in our lives, but when we realize the things that really matter, it just allows us to find clarity and weed the other shit out where you often spend your time like on social media being like, Oh my God, I wish I was like Kim Kardashian. And I'm like, Well, maybe you do, but you know, whatever it is, it's like, yeah, we wish we had it easy so we didn't have to give a shit. We didn't have to fight for it. We didn't have to struggle. Mm -hmm. Um, but at at the same time, like there's so much value in those experiences that we don't, we, we, we don't take advantage of it. And, and it's because we have clutter in our lives. We have so many like little distractions, you know, I, uh, when I got this fucking iWatch, like I was like, I wonder if this would really help me like not touch my phone because like you get to that point where you're like you're patting your body and you're like, where's my phone? Where's my phone? Oh my God. And, and you know, when I get to like that, I could just push this button and pings it. And I'm like, Oh, there's the phone. But it's also allows me to separate and kind of like digest things that I just need to know. So if someone's getting a hold of me, I am be like, Oh, okay, cool. Or like, Oh cool. Like my parking thing is up, which mm-hmm. it, I, for some reason it, it is, but it doesn't matter. No, it's uh, that's why technology does rule. Okay, be yeah, like, yeah. Up that, well, up t- that
0: park, Chicago. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. They,
1: they seem to know my car location at all time because they're like, ha 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 ha. We're going. To-
0: yeah, if yeah, if we think that app isn't connected to meter maids, we're wrong.
1: Yo, for real, that's a whole nother <laughs> subject matter. But um, but no, like for real, it's it's so important that we we do declutter our lives so we can also let other things in because so often we hold on to shit that is is not important, mm-hmm. and we hold on to it, and we hold on to it, and then all of a sudden, it's like, you know, we, we feel like we can't live without it. And that's scary yeah. because, like, you neglect some of the other things that you do have. And if we don't have these, if, if, we, if we have things that we really value and it gives to us, then we're not going to be like, oh, I need another fucking 20 things of this. It's like, yeah. no, you need one of those things, be happy with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
0: almost feel like, uh, I almost feel like we have like a finite amount of gratitude, yeah. you know? And I'm not like, and I don't, I'm not a huge advocate of the zero sum game, but I do kind of feel like, like within my own life, I like for when it comes to stuff, I only I have a certain amount of gratitude and the more stuff I have the more mm-hmm. I have to spread out that gratitude it's like that that sheet of icing gets thinner and thinner with each thing that I yeah. have uh, except for plants I love plants and I love bringing them into my home because it makes me feel better in Yeah, like the crazy sure. Chicago winters but like it's so it's, it's a matter of like yeah, when I when I decrease the amount of things, I have a greater amount of gr- like gratitude for it. Oh like my god, yeah. We so like before this, we lived in Hawaii, so we moved back. And uh, we're like, all right, we, I actually need, like, winter boots. And I have to say, like, put, putting on those winter boots in the wintertime, I, like, put them on, and I'm like, man, I'm like, my feet are warm. I'm like, I feel so good right now. Like, I can go outside. Great. My feet are warm. My feet are dry. Like, that is something that I can be grateful for. And if I had like, 70 pairs of boots, like, I wouldn't feel that gratitude. Or and-
1: you would buy them and, like, waste your fucking money, you know? Like, my brother is, like, a shoe addict. And I'm like, bro, like... I, sneakers, I, like, yeah, sneakers. yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, Hey, and it's uh, fine, do your thing, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm, I'm like, also, I still like act like I was like, I'm like, still a poor kid from the Midwest. I'm like, Yep, I can, uh, I can definitely tell that that dime is, uh, uh heads up for sure. That is definitely <laughs> not a tails, that's heads for sure. Yep. Yeah, and you're like, Lo and behold, it's heads. huh I knew it, you know, my big toe knows it well. Um, because I, I, also, I also just fly through shoes and, and, and it's just, you know, because I'm a bigger guy and, and whatever the fuck, but it, it doesn't matter. It's like, I just, I feel like overwhelmed when like people show up And, like, their shit's just everywhere. You know when you go, like, on vacation with other people and, like, you're like, I love this person. You share a room with them and you're like, I fucking can't stand them because there's, like, shit everywhere. (laughs) And left the fucking iron on in the bathroom and I went to go take a shit and I actually, you know, hit it with my arm and I burned myself. And then I shit my pants because I I burned myself. And, you (laughs) know, it's like. take care of the burn. Right, exactly. But, like, the thing is, is, like, you, you, you like, uh, you realize just the things that you don't need, you know, that the, and I always say it's the things we think we're missing. And and it's like no like, you don't need that shit. And it, it was so funny because um, we're gearing up to go on Warp Tour, and I'm taking uh, our first time in, in the entire history of Warp. I have a full female staff coming out with me, and I'm so stoked on it because Kevin Lyman, who owns Warp Tour, he told me if you want to like really get shit done, he's like hire women because they'll get it done. And he's like, you hire a bunch of men, you guys are gonna sit around and get drunk and fucking not get anything done. I was like.
0: How do you know?
1: <laughs> oh, wait, you've been doing this for years. I totally get it. But even know
0: how to organize. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So it's so funny because I'm like, I'm getting these text messages today from everyone. They're like, is this enough? Is this suitcase too much? And it's like it's like a big ass suitcase. And I'm like, oh no, it's cool. But I'm like, every tour I go on, it could be fifty-three days like warp tour. All I'm taking is a fucking carry-on worth of bag mm-hmm. and a, and a pelican with my computer and my cameras and stuff in it. Like yeah. two things, like you know, but then you, you travel and you see these people that go to the airport with like seven bags and you're like, I
0: know what the
1: fuck are you doing? I know. Like
0: it, We moved to Hawaii. We each had two bags. That was it. Two bags. Yeah. Like, what, how in the world you're going on vacation. Right. Like right. why do you need as much as I did when you're going right. on vacation? No,
1: exactly. And it, it's the, the, it's so funny. So like, um, you know, like I don't really watch Netflix, but I feel like when I do, I like, I find like the really impactful thing. So one day I'm like, hmm, minimalist, what the fuck's this? Yeah, All right, I'll throw it on because I was like, I'm going to take an hour or so to myself. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I'm like, these dudes understand what I'm talking about. I literally got up off my couch and I live on the second floor. I threw my fucking couch over the balcony and I was like, it's too much. I don't need it. You threw your couch on. Hold, 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 hold on, it gets better. I walk into my bedroom, oh, open up my 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 <laughs> like five drawer dresser, and I start pouring out all my clothes under my bed, and I fucking toss the dresser over the balcony too. And I'm sure my neighbors were like, "Uh oh, uh oh, what's watch going on?" The like, yeah, film. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was Like, what's wrong with them? Like, where's you putting all that shit? And then, um, what I did is I went through my clothes and I I, I got together four big ass bags of clothes, and I was like. I haven't touched a shit in years. It's going. It's gonna go help someone else. You know. Yeah. And it was like such a powerful thing. And then like I, I did that, but it wasn't like All right, I'm gonna put them in a bag and we'll leave them by the door, and then they'll sit there for like three years. Right. You, yeah. You know, like, and then like I'll go to move and be like, yeah, I'll just throw them out. Like that's mm-hmm. not the purpose of it. But I, I have literally told my parents, don't buy me clothes unless like we're out at a store and if you want to like if we're going to go to a mall and like I'm going to be like yo I'm going to go grab something real quick and you want to you want to put the bill fucking buy it I don't fucking care Yeah, do your thing but don't show up with a bunch of clothes for me and everything like that i've always it's,
0: yeah it's an alignment of your values i mean right. cuz i mean obviously you have really specific priorities in terms of contribution and that's right. one of the main things that like so yeah working with 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 josh and ryan at the minimalist one of the you know there's there's five things that we really focus on it's like okay living a meaningful life what is that it's it's passion it's health it's contribution it's finances and then but all of these things, though, like these all, they're, they're, I know, right? I'm <laughs> going. They're all lining up, though, to um, to encourage us to live in alignment with our priorities. Right. obviously, like, contribution, that is like, that's so huge. That's the number one thing well, for you that started right, off.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah. And like, you know, when was, I always ask, when was the last time you, you cared about yourself? When was the last time you gave yourself 100%? Mm-hmm. It was like, well, I do. not know, fuck off. You haven't given yourself 100% probably since the day you came out of the fucking womb.
2: Mm-hmm. Let's
1: just be honest. But for me, that contribution to myself was I would walk in my bedroom and I would feel this anxiety because I'm like, God, there's shit everywhere. Yeah. And then I would go to my office and I used to be the biggest advocate. I had a mentor, Jeff McCluskey, who you'd walk into his office and his office was just like paperwork, but it was like neatly piled shit everywhere. It was very organized. Yeah. And I was like, I get this. This is like a great systematic approach. Mm -hmm. And then you get lazy and you stop, you just pile things up and everything. So I, I, want, I went into my room and I was like getting rid of the shit. Next thing I went, I went to my office. I fucking got rid of my desk and I got a standing desk that was only 30 inches by 44 inches. And I was like, this is what you get to play with, asshole. Don't fuck <laughs> it up. And, and, and you know, it's so funny because like this fucking iWatch, like I'm still getting used to it, but it's like hilarious. It's like, I, I used to get um, Fitbit would uh, toss me a, a free Fitbit every summer because I was going on a warp tour and they were mm-hmm. like, let's see how many steps you do. And for two years in a row, Fourth of July came and I was just like, oh shit where's that fitbit at you know because it wasn't waterproof yet that's not right. my fault yeah, that's your yeah. fault fitbit but uh i think about that this i watch I, it'll probably you know sink and float and do all these other crazy things with an mm-hmm. app i don't know but it's so funny because it literally told me the other day you've been standing for 12 hours and i was just like oh i didn't even know it but it's like if i would like go and sit for hours like i would feel shit you mm-hmm, know like mm-hmm. but like because I like standing and like I like interacting with our staff, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't, I'm not some like asshole who's like, I need my own desk with a door and like an office and like blinds, and I need an assistant. Like I've never had an assistant in my life, even when I was working in the music industry, mm-hmm. and like the other day in our staff, and he was like, I think I need an, I think I need an assistant. They're like, what do you say? Like you need what you're gonna? I'm like no, fuck off. I don't want one. And I was like, I I just need to deal with my own shit. I need to organize myself, which is good because I think that like that recalibration is that back to that contribution, you know. But like, I started making parallels between my work life and my and and my home life, and I know we're not supposed to take work home, and I I usually fall asleep with like I don't know my fucking MacBook right next to me, and I'm just or like when I was building out the coffee shop, I I literally was sleeping on blueprints some nights, and I'd wake up and be like, have no sleep, be haggard as fuck, and be like. All right, you know, and I was like, why am I not like taking the time to take the blueprints off my bed? Why am I not taking the time to put my computer away? Like, why am I not allowing myself to like digress and be like, hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, yeah. And breathe?
0: Yeah, the self care thing I think is really important. And the problem I think is that so, I, I don't, I, th- I, I think that I'm probably speaking for more like women, probably like women in rule Instagram the world, so world. speak for them. Okay, well. I mean, I mean, not technically, I would say most world leaders are men, but we, we, there's, there's I people mean,
1: behind the scenes that make the shit happen. We make those.
0: people. So that's good enough. Um, but anyway, so, so like, okay, so this whole, like this whole, I'm sorry, I totally lost my train of thought cause we were talking about women. people. Oh yeah. women. Oh yeah. Women. That's right. Okay. So when on Instagram, you know, we talk about self care and we're like, okay, self care what does that look like? And it's like, well, you know, it, it might look like, like doing a face mask at night and it might look like a bubble bath, but you know, that is, that, that is a very indulgent oh my perspective. God. You should on see self-care. the face of
1: every girl when I walk into lush and I go, can I get some bath bombs please? And they're like, sure. Like, <laughs> what does your girlfriend like? I, I,
0: I'm like, d- did I'm, I I say like I'm like, I'm sorry. I,
1: I'm like, sorry. Single and ready to pringle. Um, I would like to the avocado balls and um, what's that one with the sparkles in it? They're like, <laughs> This is for you, and it's so funny. We're talking about Instagram. So, like one day, I uh, I was working. We um, have we have a, a pop up office in Denver, Colorado, and I went out there with one of the bands that we work with, and we went up into Nederland, and <clears throat> Nederland is about twenty miles n- uh, up the mountain from Boulder, mm-hmm. and it's just beautiful. Like it's a whole nother atmosphere up there. Like. When you see clouds in Boulder, it's because I'm in a cloud in, in, in Netherland and it's not because we're smoking weed. Duh. <laughs> like, duh. But it was so funny because, like, I I, uh, I rented this Airbnb with, with these guys, and we were about to go out and do a, a massive uh, world tour together, and I was like, yo, we need to, like, meet up and, like, just chill out. And I was like, you guys can take that bathroom. I'll take this bathroom down here. And it had, like, this old-school tub in it. And I just got super stoked because I was like – I'm going to fucking take a bath right now. And then we go into town, and lo and behold, there's a lush. And I'm like, I'm going to get myself a bath ball. And these girls are like, wait, you're getting these for you? And I go, yeah. And they're like, yeah, right. I go, all right, watch my Instagram later. And I don't know if they ever did, but I put up this video. It's like the cheeky, like, neat Knee, kneecap in those in the bath like thing it, but i was listening to i was listening to the rapper black and <laughs> and i was listening to like this song where he's like talking about like um you know like how he gave himself to this girl and like she ran through it and she always wanted more like you know and 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 how he was over it and everything and i was like man this is hilarious so like I filmed this little video of me in the bathtub, you know, dropping the ball in <laughs> and then pulling my toe out of the water and like, like, tr- like, tr- like you a hairy
0: toe, like a hairy Yo,
1: I am a man and I'll tell you what, <laughs> Manny petties, sign me the fuck up.
0: You've gotten a manny petty?
1: I'll get him. I'll go get one right now. Like I don't fucking Where, care. Do you,
0: have you ever gone to the Russian bathhouse? Have you ever gone to Red Square? no dude you gotta go it's wow. so good it's like i think it's like pretty close to logan square i want to say oh no, no yeah
1: i know i know it is it because i have a buddy who was just like his girlfriend tried to get him to go and he's like i'm not going there I'm not, I'm not walking around naked or around a bunch of people and she's like i think you're getting the oh, whatever i'll go by myself but like <laughs> the thing is is like i i literally was like joking and i like did this thing where i put my toe out and i turn the water up a little and, and and my instagram like dm box was just fucking on on fire (laughs) everyone's like this is the best thing ever like (laughs) you're hilarious like but I was left with, why is it so funny it that worse? I'm fucking taking a bath?
0: I t- I'll tell you, I know, I know, I know it's shitty. It's funny because because in this world, guys aren't supposed to enjoy baths, Johnny. If you, why like I, I'm haters. sorry, I know, I know. No, it's I, haters, and it's total, it's total bullshit that that all of that is like just strictly relegated to to females, and I think that's one of the things that that like we're probably going to be seeing more of is, is uh, like people being willing and able to be a certain way or act a certain way. And it doesn't matter your sexual orientation. Like it just matters that you're enjoying life and like that should right. be it.
1: And, it, it. And it, and it. and why is it like a thing that like, Oh, that's a cheeky little photo, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. where, you know, sometimes we'll throw things out and we'll be like, Oh, look at me. I'm doing me like, you know, and it's like, great. And, and obviously as a man, like, when you see, you know, a, a, a kneecap photo, you know, like, a lot of people are like, oh, she's naked. And I'm like, cool, she's taking a bath. Like, great. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, taking time for herself, that's awesome. Yeah. It's unfortunate that you felt like you had a document, but who gives a shit? Like, do your thing. Mm-hmm. But it's also to promote, like, hey, you know, this wellness, you know? Mm-hmm. And for me, um, I've been joking lately with my staff that I'm just going to become the poster child for, like, male body, in, in, you know, like positivity and everything. I'm a big guy. I'm like, yo, I, I was like, I, I'm like the male version that Kendrick's talking about them stretch marks and shit, yo. You know, like I am who I am. And and for so long, like I said, I was so scared um, to like put myself out there. It's, but I, was, I, just like my, my knuckle tattoos, I was like, you know they can see your belly even if you have a shirt on. And I'm like, no, they can't. I wear black shirts for a reason because my mom says I look slimmer. Uh, but... You know, and I love my mom. She's the best. But it, it's just one of those things that I think that we we're still stuck in this like uh, this society that that is scared to accept things, especially here in America. Um, we do so much work in Europe and the UK, and it's cool because when I went to uh, Germany for the first time when I was fifteen, I uh, I actually so I studied. Uh, well I, don't, I would never say I studied. I somehow convinced my counselor in high school to let me say that my two years of you know a secondary language was taking Spanish to the same class, twice because i failed the first time but <laughs> i uh, i convinced the german club that i wanted to go because i wanted to write a paper on how germany um you know in the music scene influences america and everything i never wrote the paper but i I, <laughs> I went and i remember standing in munich and i was like standing in front of the sex museum and i was like i'm gonna go in here and like as a 15 year old kid which by the way my parents like so,
0: i mean so 15 so like what year was that
1: God, now you're making me feel old. It was right around the turn of uh, we, we had just gotten through Y two K. Okay,
0: okay, yeah. So like a sex, I mean, because I'm just thinking like, I mean, in terms of like, okay, like just like a sex museum and like in different points in time would be more or less taboo. Right. And it's just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This
1: is this is pre-internet. You yeah. Know, you know, yeah. like I think you, you
0: pre-real internet. Yeah. I mean, we had internet. I mean, people Pornhub,
1: are like, you know, know like, like oh
0: yeah, internet. Like we we uh, created. You know, it's like the internet's been around since the 80s. Kind of email has been around since the 80s. Like, let's be honest, like, the breed of internet that we're dealing with right now is maybe 10 years old because. Really, like the kind of internet that exists now is mobile internet as right. opposed to desktop
1: internet. Right, right, and right. Those are two completely different things. Where you where you'd go things. home and like you'd, you'd, you you'd, go sit down at a desk. You'd get you that have... fucking AOL disk with fifty free hours. Right. Like,
0: yeah. Hey. You, like, you, yeah. And you'd log into like Windows, and there'd be like a picture of a flower and a picture oh of a chess thing, and you'd click on the yeah. flower, and you're like, all right, I'm gonna log in, and you each have your own. I mean, this thing sweep is sweep
1: or whatever that game was. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. It's so good.
0: You're going. You're like, I had one with like sheep. It was like a screensaver with sheep. But like, you sit down at the computer. And like you're doing the thing, you're like right in front of it, and you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like work on the computer. I'm going to find something out. I'm going to check my email. But now, because of the fact that you don't sit down at the computer, you're looking at it on your phone, it creates a different kind of like interaction. Yeah, and
1: it, 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 and it definitely breaches boundaries and respect levels like so quickly because you, you know I I've had friends. I I used to be a partner in a beer festival, um, and my partner would be like, Yeah, I just emailed you. Why haven't you hit me back? And I'm like. Cause I haven't read it yet. Like I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not like right in front of my fucking computer. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just saw you post on Instagram. It's like, oh fuck, dude. I'm so sorry. Okay. like, <laughs> and you know what? Your fucking email's dumb. It doesn't even. It, you're, you're asking me a question. Well, here, dickhead. I I will respond to you. Goodbye, and I'll hang up. And I will just, I would just forward the email that I answered his question a week ago, and be like why aren't she paying attention you know but i love shane he's the best he's (laughs) he's a dear friend of mine and i love him uh dearly he's he's paved a big road in my life for for a lot of things for a lot of many many years but it was just like i was just like why is it why why do we feel like we have to like oh my god we we gotta respond immediately you know Mm -hmm. and like
0: that creates a different kind of anxiety like i have anxiety around like text messages and like instagram messages and stuff because i'm like all right, like it's, ju- it's just a little bit overwhelming and it's not that I don't r- want to respond to you, but it's just that like, you know, we set an expectation, we respond to people how quickly right. we're going to well, respond. So the state so- that we're
1: in. It's because we're like, oh my God, this is supposed to be now. And yes, we're supposed to be now, but at the same time, like I, I, I for some reason feel that like if you're not prepared, it's because you're not there yet. You know, you're not there to respond. And also sometimes, you know, it's not just yes or no.
0: Yeah, sometimes it's, you have to think about. Sometimes what you're gonna you give me some
1: fucking girth and be like, "Hey, this is why I'm upset about this." Or like, "Hey, this is why mm-hmm. I think we need mm-hmm. to do this together." Like, mm-hmm. whatever it is, you know. And 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 also, I, the, the one thing that I hate about technology is everyone. I think lives in this like mode now that like for the most part it's like you know exactly how I feel, and it's like actually I don't know how you feel because I'm reading. A phrase from you or a message from you. Yeah, you're so passionate about this fucking picking your phone. I I hate when when I call someone and then they'll text me, but they won't be like, "Hey, I'm in a meeting. Like, are you good? Hey, can I like, call, can, you can call you back? back? Yeah. it's sup sup. Like I fucking <laughs> called you.
0: Well, like here's the crazy part: is like, okay, we okay. Think about how long written language has like been around. Like, not yeah. really great amount of time, but like looking at each other's faces. That's been around for a pretty decent amount of time. Like, yeah, like and, and, what happens, of and what happens? And what happens when you walk into a
1: bar now? You're like, ah, and you like just look at your phone, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and like,
0: and it's like, oh, it's weird. I should. What do I do with my hands? I gotta do something with my hands. And then you're like, I'll just hold this cup.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, and I'm like, oh, this is so awkward. I'm gonna pound this drink. <laughs> you're like, yeah. I'll have another one. And then all of a sudden you're like shit faced on the floor, and you're like, I don't know what I'm yeah. doing myself. It's like, what's going on? And you're like, oh, I, I. I, I you know, I don't know what's going on. Yeah,
0: Well, like the way, you know, the way I like to think about the way that I exist in like the world in general. So like, okay, so, so Matt recently started, uh, like he started hunting last year and he started going, he has a bow. So he's been, he went on like a, a, like a couple deer hunts and Mm -hmm. and we were in uh, Austin, Texas with a friend and he went on, on on a hunt, uh, for some hogs in Austin with our friend crew.
2: Yeah. And
0: yeah. It was like, I mean, it was actually, there's a skull in the other room. If you look like on the, you can, oh, you can I'm get look of that. Above the, uh, above the fireplace, there's like a, 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 a bull skull. That's a bull skull? Yeah. And he, so he found that like in this, in this field or whatever. But anyway, so one of the times that he was hunting recently, he was like, you know, I was trying to get in. To like, I was trying to get from one point to another so I could gain access to like the large pack of like hogs or whatever that was in this like really concentrated area. And there was a, a bull or like a cow in the walkway and he couldn't get through. And I was like, you know, that is to me like the secret to life is like, okay, right now the biggest problem that he had at that moment was a cow. Like that's amazing. Whoa. Like a cow, that's his biggest problem. That's the, that's the thing that he has to overcome. So like at every moment of the day, we're we're in these places where like. We like this. This morning, like our house was dirty, so I had to vacuum it. That's the problem that like right. I need to overcome. That's the problem you solve. So like, you know, when you're doing something like hope for the day, the problem is that there is a you know a, a mass mental health crisis that's happening in our country, and nobody wants to talk about it. How can we get them to talk right. about it? Right. And um, but just having these different problems and and learning how to, you know, so w- when you have your phone with you all the time, then you're like you have you have access to all of the. problems. Problems in the world, right? You know, so you you're really distracted right. from like the one problem that you're trying to solve that will actually move the needle. And and you know, when I hear about, um, I listen to like a lot of people who are like, I don't. know I don't listen to Tim Ferriss anymore. I probably should, but like he's just a, he's a little bit too amped up for me. Like I'll listen to him I again.
1: Fucking love Tim Ferriss. Really? It's Well, I I love I'm, not, it. I'm not against. I I really like him, but I'm just. I think I might have tribe mentors in this bag right now. Actually. <laughs> like, really? Oh man. Yeah.
0: I have uh, tools for titans. Oh actually, yeah. 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 Too. No. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And I think, like I think he's good, but sometimes he's a little bit too. Like I, I've dealt with a couple of like autoimmune issues in the yeah. last like five years, so my m- like my physical health has been not so great. So like I, so for so long I've been trying to like, just get to like standard that like, he's so amped up on like steroids. You know what I mean? Not no, like, no, for sure. Steroids, it, but I'm it, like, yeah. I'm just coming from this place. I'm like, I just want to like get to a good health point And he's like shooting like way, like right, above. right. No, and but it's and, really awesome and, though either way. No,
1: absolutely. And I think that that's one of the interesting things is like, as we are recording a podcast, like there's a lot of people who like, like, they love podcasts. And then there's people who are like, oh, you know what? I want to do my own podcast, and that's awesome. Like, I think that's fucking awesome. Yeah. I think sometimes we're supposed to just listen, though. Yeah. And then just, like, take it, you know, and just yeah. go do with it what, are, what we have. And I, I think that's the beauty of what Tim Ferriss has done. He has streamlined a lot of thought processes and, and, and just, like, theory. And honestly, like, I think he's one of the factors why, like, I feel like he... Kind of, it's not like he, 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 Tim Ferriss made me understand why I do things in a way. And, and it could, it could be something he was taught too. And he's just passing the lesson on. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. But literally he just like the middle of this, like got me to like, you know, I've been thinking this way for a minute. Like, why don't I just take a moment to dial this in, Yeah. you know, and and, and now I didn't like, go sit down at the table and be like, you know what? Fuck this table. I'm going to throw it over the ledge. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. I sat down and I, I, I go, what is like, I wake up at like five 30 every day without an alarm clock. Pretty gnarly. Um, I, that
0: is super gnarly. That yeah. is impressive. Do you get a like? How do you get a good amount of sleep every night? Do you sleep well? <laughs> <No>? <laughs> All right.
1: Um, you know,
0: you <laughs> gotta, gotta get some sleep. Get you some magnesium. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, no, 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 no. For sure. Like I love sleeping. I like taking my my little naps throughout the day and okay, stuff. Yeah. And like, and also, um, I, I try to practice. um you, you know, meditation <clears throat> in, a, in a in a way like I love 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 my friends at the david lynch foundation and like transcendental meditation is like fucking top notch so I, tell
0: me about that what I'm, is not, your I'm not i
1: can't talk about tm because i'm not tm yet i feel like i, I feel like i'm like I, I feel like i'm one of those people that like really wants to dive into it um and they have a training that's like four days and i'm like wait you need four of my days <laughs> i'm like i can't even commit my mother to have four of my days right now and she had me that's fucked up, <laughs> yeah. but um, but meditation alone and also yoga for me is a big guy. Like, um, I, I dated a girl who was a yoga instructor, and um, the best thing that came out of our relationship was the fact that I like learned how to like understand my body and how it felt, you know. Yeah. And it's like that's the physical side, you know, and the the mental side. You need to check in with it too, and 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 really contribute to yourself. And I think that. Um, it's important to understand why your day and your process is the way it is. And it's also really underst- – it's really important to understand what your worth is, like what you deserve every day. And that could be a financial thing. It could be a financial and a physical thing, a mental thing, whatever the fuck it is. But for me, it's like I try to choose um, – I, I love scheduling phone calls around like 11 mm-hmm. in the morning because I'll get to the office like hell early. But like, it's not like I get in and like clock in and open up my TPS report. I'm like, No. I like get in. I turn the lights off because we have great natural light because that's really important to me. <laughs> like that was the thing. I walked in the office when we were looking for a new office and I was like, "The natural light is here. This is what I'm talking about." <laughs> yeah, we'll take it. And I was like, "I'm going to ask my team to go from." 3,500 square feet down to 1,500 square feet. (laughs) And then we're going to go to an open open floor format and everyone's going to be on top of each other. They're all going to fucking hate me. But they're
0: going to love it too. But they
1: all love it it now. They're like, this is so nice. We all feel like we're on the same page where, you know, sometimes you have too much, right? And you're not paying attention to the real important value. But like for me, I like taking my 11 a.m. calls. And um, one thing about our office that's fun that pisses some people off is that if you want to take a phone call and you don't want to hear anyone else talking in the background, you got to go out in the hallway right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: which is fine because there's only one other company on our, on our floor and they do the same fucking thing. So I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And sometimes it's fun when you're out there and you're like waving to them down the hallway. Like, yeah. You know, give them the old. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the phone. I'll talk to you later. But, uh, for me, like, because our, our office is in old Irving park and there's like nothing but beautiful Victorian homes around us. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I'm just going to go for a walk and talk to people and, and just do my thing. And then I'm going to come back. Yeah. But I, I feel like I had that moment in time for me where I gave to myself and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm we have like residential street parking there. So sometimes like it's fucked, right? Like parking sucks. Yeah. I would like my, uh, Dave, my executive director and I are like notorious for parking like four or five blocks from the office because we're just like, uh, eh, our time is worth not doing the fucking, you know, Irving park 500 right now. And, and you mm-hmm. know, cursing out soccer moms that are dropping their kids off at the school and, yeah. and, and, and hauling ass down alleyways. Like it's just not worth it, you know? But like, Think about the time that you don't give yourself, like, and and how you don't value that. But like when I do value that, and I get to check in with myself, like I understand, like oh, where I'm at. And Tim Ferriss really amplified that for me because I was just like, all right, so I wake up at five thirty, and this is what I do, you know, wake up, I let the dogs out, I make a pot of coffee, I go to the bathroom, I plug my phone in, because. I for some reason always fall asleep with my phone next to me. And it's just like a thing I'm trying to break. But it's like it's just it is what it is. But it's like I understand because how many people are like, oh fuck, I gotta go, I gotta go. I, I cannot live in that lifestyle where I just wake up and I'm like, I gotta go, I gotta go. Yep. You know, it's just not my thing, you nope. know? And and so not many grand. people do. Yeah. And it's because we get ingrained with laziness, we get ingrained with like, oh, well, you know, I'll just wait. I'll just wait. I'll just wait. And it's like what are you like when I wake up? When my, I'm like, I'm awake, mm-hmm. like, sure, I could probably go back to bed. And sometimes when I do go back to bed, I like wake up at like 10 and I'm so angry with myself because I'm like, I'm wasting the day, like, mm-hmm. fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, like, if I get up and I do my thing and like maybe at like two o'clock in the afternoon, I like put my feet up on the table and take a 15 minute nap and just set a phone alarm, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, all right, cool, I'm back, you know, crank a cup of coffee or something like that, like, it's good, but like. You, you, we, we, we don't understand why. Like, when our bodies wake up, we should just get the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And and for me, like, I get up, and I'm like, okay, I'm up. Like, eh, what, what, like why, why wouldn't we? And then I've become someone who truly values, especially when you have to travel in the city of Chicago in a car, you're like, no one's driving right now. Fuck yes, let's yeah. go. Yeah. Like, yes. Um, so for me, I, I'm just like, I focus on me time, and, and that's why I continuously tell people that even on vacation, like, I don't mind working. Cause it's not work to me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not sitting here being like, oh my god, I gotta get this thing done. I gotta, I gotta kiss this client's ass. This mm-hmm. will fuck all that noise. I'm like, nope. I know exactly what I need to do. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, is like I've ingrained this thing in my brain where, when I start to procrastinate, I'll just cons- constantly think about these things. And then when you, you're like, I just spent 30 minutes thinking about this thing, and then you just take your computer it. computer Could have gotten done a ton. And, and you could got done in fucking one minute. Yeah. You know, and and, and that's why. Um, there's like this theory um, with people uh, so there's we're, we're working with some doctors who believe in like a lot of al- alternative ma- uh, medicine mm-hmm. um, ketamine treatment microdosing stuff like that and mm-hmm. I have a friend um, in New York City who has really really severe mental health issues I'm
0: so I, like I have to say I'm so glad that you're talking about this because this is this is like people are like all right, alter- all alternative medicine is bullshit okay hold on uh, and all and, oh, western medicine is bullshit okay hold on yeah. wait a second it all has a place, yeah. and, and we need to be like exploring all fronts. Right. We can't I, just isolate ourselves to this one idea or this right. one concept of how to approach things, because we appro- if we approach things the same way that there's, we have yeah, been, we've not made so any headway. O- oh, yeah,
1: there's so many other doors that can be opened yes. to get the help that you need. Yeah, so, so sorry,
0: you, your friend in New York City. You know, I just no, wanted yeah. to and, and, emphasize and, that.
1: And, and I was talking with him about like, I was like, "Yo, man, like." I I don't really like. I'm not like into drugs. Like I, 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 I smoke weed. I, I'm that's not a drug. Yeah. Like. And for everyone who ever has read the Bible, uh, you know, they talk about this plant that's supposed to heal. And it's like, I'm like, that's weed. Let's just get over it and just legalize <laughs> it. Also in the state of Illinois, like and in states that are underfunded, like look what Colorado is doing. Yeah. Like,
0: it's, it's incredible. Colorado's doing, California's yeah, doing at yeah. this and, point. And, and, like and, and it's happened. Right. Like, you
1: know, and I, it's because we're, we're, we're past the place where, you know, we think that just people like get stoned. Cause they, like, and, and they act, madness. They, yeah. or yeah. half baked, you know, and, and, And it's like, yeah, it makes you feel that type of way. And it's like, there's such a there's such a, a, a reason and a need for it and when you think about why it's illegal it's because of, you know, you look at what hemp can do. Like the and need like, that it can meet. Well, without, like, like the industrial yeah. side of hemp, like fuck weed, right? The industrial side of hemp is unreal. The amount of water that look it doesn't at, look take up. CBD. How quickly like, it like Look at how many people back. who have fucking seizures that are not having seizures anymore because they're taking tinctures with CBD in it. Yeah, like, yeah. And not the CBD shit that you're buying at Seven Eleven that's just a CBD popsicle. Mm-hmm. It's like, you don't even know what the fuck that is. But yeah. Like, like, we as a society are just like oh my god marijuana is just as bad as meth and so like for people know, who yeah it's a
0: schedule one drug alongside yeah, yeah like meth crack cocaine all of those things. right it's like okay well wait a second let's take a look at actually what's happening here yeah. and the risks that are involved and like and not 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 even like the risks that are involved let's talk about like the potential yeah. for how it can reduce inflammation so I, I actually saw an article recently i think it was in the new york times about how uh, you know they're they're looking and they're figuring out that that depression has a lot to do with the amount of inflammation that you have in your. Oh
1: system. Oh my god! Yeah, and, and look what all this modern medicine's fucking doing to your body. And like, yeah. I so like one of the reasons that like my parents, uh, my mom got into water is because obviously you know water is life and that's what our bodies are made up of. And what a theory, right? What a thought. Like, <laughs> we're just a bunch of H two O. We're just um, a bunch
0: of blue planets.
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> and and yet we. Would rather like piss in the water and like throw trash in the water. I mean, I was so pissed at every fucking person that was on the beach, you know, for the recent holiday weekend and like left all the trash. I was like, sons of bitches like yeah I went out there I was I was drinking some beers with my friends having a good time mm-hmm. but like in my mind I was like oh I'm gonna ask the person at, at the grocery store can I get an extra you know grocery bag and they're like seven cents I'm like okay I don't mind paying that thing yeah. but like my friend's like dude why'd you get an extra bag I'm like so we have a trash bag like so we could be responsible fucking human yourselves. beings asshole yeah and lo and behold I I cleaned up after him but anyways <laughs> it's it's one of those things that um, you know we're, 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 we're just we're in the a society that wants this knowledge now and is starting to try to understand it but it's still like there's so many things that you know big farm and shout out to all my homies at big farm I understand you guys need to be here but like we all need to fucking work together. Yeah. Um, and so you know when I what, what thrills me is the alternative approach to life. And yeah. and you know my friend um in New York who does microdose daily mm-hmm. um we just did an event in New York and he came out to it and I was like Are you uh, a He's like everyday man I'm like so weird, but I'm but like, and what
0: people don't realize, and I didn't realize this until like a month ago. And this, I, if correct me if I'm wrong, and I think this is, I, I'm i almost positive that I read this, but we have wonder phones here, but we're not going to use them. But, but that, uh, so acid is like, Psilocybin quantified. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Okay. And it doesn't really, it doesn't, sa- I've heard people say that, that those are two completely different things, but it doesn't sound like there's much of a difference. No, You, it, just, have, it, you just know how much you're taking.
1: Right, right. No, no, exactly. And, and knowledge is power. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. I, 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 I it's I always say like whenever you're gonna do anything like just look it up. It's like yeah we all know what makes pizza, but if you don't know how to make the dough and you just throw some shit in a pan, you're like you're not gonna make the fucking pizza the right way. You gotta let the the dough rise, you know, and get some <laughs> life in it. But I was talking to him and I was like, so how's it make you feel? And he goes, dude, honestly, it's like I he's been on so many different meds and um like. My body, his body, is very prone to just not responding well to uh, modern medicine, and um, he goes, "Yo, you know, honestly, where fear and doubt kind of chill in this area, and it causes people to be hesitant." I just feel like I, I can just streamline the answers a lot more because, like, I have clarity instead of like being in like a mental state that I'm just like constantly battling something that you know no one else can really you know, experience right now. And mm-hmm. I was like, interesting. Like, yeah, you find clarity in that. And then when you think about like how, um, like the history of acid and all this other stuff, like it, it's just, it's really fascinating to all this stuff. And, it, and, it, and how,
0: like in the sixties it was, like it was criminalized, it was, yeah, it was made illegal, and now we have you know, now we're in 2018 and we've just lost like all of these years. We have so much that we right. need to make up for in terms of like the well, n- growth of and knowledge. And also the the that history of it is like
1: you know, the, the uh, it was like an interrogation drug, so like they'd, they'd give it to you, and then you'd get all giggly, and then all of a sudden, like they can ask, start asking questions. Like, so on the night of Thursday Thursday, uh May twenty eighth, <laughs> I at would 7, not be able to answer that question. Yeah, at seven P. M. Where were you? And <laughs> right, you, right. If if you're you would be like, What do you mean? I, I was I wasn't at my parents' house, like I told you. I was at this person's house. You know, like wait,
0: so it's like a truth serum? It's yeah,
1: it yeah, it is.
0: Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. like I didn't know that psilocy- psilocybin does that or like I, I
1: it it might be because I was reading about it recently, because I was just so fascinated about it. But like the thing with all these chemical drugs is that they are they are brought in here and they're like all they're all like between acid and LSD and all this other stuff they're like they're the truth seeking drugs you know and and it's like
0: they they shrink the ego whereas alcohol and like inflates the ego and you become this big like you know like person that kind of like looks to themselves there's like a lot of confidence there's no tomorrow you can like you know you can sacrifice whatever you want at that night versus like if you take uh, mushrooms or if you take you know if you smoke pot you're like you get a little anxious and like you're a little bit more introspective and you're like, Hmm, this is kind of interesting. I'm thinking about things a little bit differently and and it causes you to have that.
1: No, exactly. And, and like the thing about all that is that it's out there and, and you can, you can, um, you know, if you're, if you're battling some severe mental health issues, like, you know, there's some amazing things that come from such things as ketamine treatment, you Mm -hmm. know, but like,
0: have you had ketamine treatment before? Um,
1: no, I actually offered myself up to it um, because we're working with uh, an amazing um, neuroscience lab here in Chicago, and um, I went in there and I was just like, "Yo, like I want to know everything about the brain," and they're like, "To understand the brain, we need to we need you to understand your brain," and I was like. I don't oh, want so you beautiful. to understand my brain. Oh, but that's so great, though. Oh, no, I, like, I know. I like, strapped myself up, and I oh went in gosh. there and everything, and they're like, can you sit still for an hour? I was like, do you know me? No, I cannot, but I'm like, <laughs> all right, I'll get through it. And um, I remember when they called me, they're like, all right, we have your results. And I was just like. Wait,
0: so wait, what kind of, kind of test did you get done? So
1: um, I they have a, it, it's kind of like, like, basically like an MRI machine. You know, uh-huh. you go in, and you get your brain scanned, and and right. it t- you know creates all these images. And it's like this little camera that just, clicks clicks and it's just taking all these different angles of your brain um because with my brain in particular um i have this like um 3d video that they sent me of, of it like where i can like interact with my brain and like zoom in on like certain parts of it it's really really rad wow. um, technology for that shit's really cool but like i still am like i don't understand what does this mean yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and and so like with my adhd they they definitely were like, okay, this makes sense. There's like dips in parts of your in, in you know in your brain, um, and they told me that I was operating or I was I was you I was at like sixty five to seventy percent with like brain capacity like, and they're like, you're a smart man, and I was like, yeah, I don't really believe that, you know, and I, I kind of went back to my old high school days where I just felt like I was oppressed because I didn't really dig ed- education, and they're like, no, you can be operating at eighty eighty five percent with you know your brain activity. Um, and I was like, "All right, how?" And they started talking about all these things, and they started talking about how they use ketamine treatment and, and some other alternative things.
0: So what? Is, what it's? I mean, I I know a little bit about ketamine treatment. Recently, there was a podcast interview between Joe Rogan and Ben Greenfield. He works. He he actually does like the a really like bizarre experiments like on his body, basically yeah. kind of being like, he's basically the test dummy for alternative medicine in 2018. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and he talked about ketamine treatments, how you can like, you can get an IV drip over a span of eight hours, or you could like just inject it in 15 yep. minutes and feel like yep. you're on fire. So yeah, yeah. like what is on, what is inside ketamine? I, I don't you know, know and, and, about and, it. And
1: I, I don't think that I'm the best to to answer that. Um, uh-huh. But the, they generalized it to me and they just said that it's, it's a much more in-depth and intense process than just taking a pill. And what comes out of that is the clarity and the truth of them being able to see where people really need to get help and focus in on help when it comes to the mental health issues. And I was just like so fascinated by this shit. And I and I think they really liked me because I was just like swearing and I was telling them like, you know, <laughs> where we are with mental health right now is fucked and all that there's other nothing stuff.
0: like throwing in a like a good F bomb right is exactly where it needs to go. It yeah. brings down the guard of different people like i'll drop it at the grocer if i feel like it's an appropriate time because it just it changes everything because there's a sense of realness that comes across we don't have there aren't certain like like Cuss words are just certain sounds put together. That's yeah. all words are is certain sounds put together. Yes. And Thank you can't make God this sound, but you can that. make this sound, so you better be careful. And it's like yeah. okay. And it makes us step well, away from that and be like, Okay. Also, you can make whatever sound you want or yeah, yeah,
1: you know, and 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 obviously I grew up in a very my parents are like so respectful and everything and my I think my mom My up. mom
0: doesn't like that I cuss on the my podcast. Mo- I'm sorry, mom. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry too, mom. Like <laughs> You should apologize to my mom too.
1: And I'm, and I'm sorry. And, and mo, moms are sorry. We're sorry, mom. We, we're a, after we finish the podcast. We swear we're gonna go put a bar of soap <laughs> in our mouths, just like Ralphie on Christmas Story. Hey, I and have really, some
0: really, I have EWG verified soap, by the way. It's like really good quality soap. It doesn't I'm, kill.
1: I'm, I'm vegan. It's
0: not antibacterial. Yeah,
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm not vegan. I love vegan people. I love vegan food. Okay, good.
0: So we're gonna like get some like, I'll we'll make some tacos after this. Oh meal.
1: God. It's amazing. Um, No, I, you know, I think that like where there is still so much knowledge to be had with all this, that's what I'm fascinated about, and I'm like, I want to dive into it, and that's why like it excites me when I'm told I can get like vector files of my brain scans and I was like I want to put my brain on billboards and be like this brain is okay this is a brain that's not yeah. any questions what's that sound like this is your brain on drugs mm-hmm. but I think that that was just a bullshit like
0: yeah r- well it, but because think, what is it, wasn't it did like, was not like
1: Reagan, uh, Ronald Reagan,
0: Reagan fucking, uh, yeah I think Reagan. it was during the Regan Reagan. Reagan. Reagan Reagan I think it was during the Reagan administration that that happened if well I'm that was the war on mistaken. drugs I mean that was one of them and
1: then then, then the the, the Bush family came through and first time, propelled yeah. that. Yeah, and then Clinton rolled through, and he was like playing his saxophone and smoking joints, and like whatever <laughs> happened with Monica, it doesn't matter. But like, <laughs> you know, like there, there's just like so many things that like when we allow the government to con- you know control it, like it 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 either gains or loses access, right? Mm-hmm. And with some of this alternative medicine, the reason that it's not FDA approved, well, it fucking makes sense, you know, like. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. But why is MSG legal? <laughs> you know, like
0: yeah, yeah. Well, it's like okay. It's all it's it's mind altering, right? I mean, and, and the problem is, I think, is that you know, it, I mean, alcohol has been around and so ubiquitous, you know, over such a large span of time that you know, when Prohibition happened in the twenties, it was like this is not going to last like this it's just, it, there's just no way it's not going to last it's it, just like it, the soda tax it's, it's too, not going to last yes it's too deeply ingrained in our society and and that's but the problem is is okay so so for some because of that i think that alcohol kind of escaped that and it was like okay Fuck well yeah. alcohol is okay but then it was like they just kind of drew a big circle around all mind-altering drugs. And they're like, okay, all huh? of this is bad. And it's like, yeah, all right. exactly. Well, let's not consider, like, the source. Let's not consider how it affects inflammation. Let's not consider how it affects the way your neurotransmitters function. I mean, just, you know, just the concept of psilocybin overall, I think it's really fascinating. It's that, you know, your brain ha- works from synapse to synapse. And, and when you repeat, just like when you repeat playing tennis, when you repeat the same negative thoughts over and over, it makes it easier because you're practicing that. You're yeah, my- Practicing that. So it's like, it's, you know, it's recarving that path path in your brain so it's easier to go down that right. thought process. Whereas like, you know, some of these, some of these, um, some of these drugs, which I, I don't like calling them drugs because of the way that, that it, it's totally, I mean, they are drugs, but the way that people talk about drugs though... It has such a negative connotation, right?
1: It's like, oh, you smoke a joint, that means you're gonna go fuck up a bag of like flaming hot, you know, <laughs> you, you know, Cheetos, like,
0: and then you're gonna go sit on your couch and like pet your dog for a little while, like, kid, it just, like, where's
1: like, my guy. Yeah, it's no, a totally different no. Thing. I mean, like, I, I I'm very open with the fact that I smoke weed, and it's not to be like, hey, I smoke weed, so it's gonna be okay. Like, I don't, I never want to like ever push any of like my lifestyle on anyone else, but like, I. You know, if 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 some days like when if I need to smoke, it's because I am literally bouncing off the wall right now, and I just need to be able to like, focus, focus, focus. And and it's because I've chosen to to not you know go the the pharmaceutical route, and it's and it's not based on belief or anything like that. It's just like pharmaceuticals just don't fucking work with my body, and like mm-hmm. they kind of make me feel you know not the best. And and well, it's I think, just like
0: I mean, if you think about it, like even something as simple as like peanut butter you know like one person has peanut butter and then like they die and another person has peanut butter and they're like oh man i had a really good peanut butter and cracker sandwich this afternoon and that's like the extent of that That, story for them so like when you think about that with with medication it's like there's not one solution it's not there's not just one solution like what works for you might not work for me and also like we can't you know i i wouldn't say like 100 percent western medicine is good or bad but what i will say is like you have to look at the funding and you have to look at what they're actually what they want to do you know there are a lot of Times where, like, you know, they'll pay these scientists to do these studies on these drugs, and they're not going to bring that scientist back. That scientist is not going to have job security if they say, hey, just so you know. The medication that you've created does X, Y, and Z. The, like the yeah. pharmaceutical companies are gonna be like, "Fuck you! Right. We're gonna go in a different well, direction look at because the NRA. we wanna make money. They don't care. Like, look at the NRA.
1: Yes. Like, <laughs> like I, well, Delta Airlines, I think you know, was the one that shut them down or anything. And I was like, "Way to go, Delta! And they're like, "You know, this is really, really extreme because only 14 people, you know, from the NRA actually took. I, I don't fucking care. It's like, who gives a fuck? Like, why should someone be able to be in your pocket and manipulate things? And that's why, like, everything that we do as an organization isn't waiting. For for some asshole in some, in some suit to fucking say alright we'll allocate funding to this I guess like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna wait for you like, Well, and,
0: the, and those doors are down like those those, those walls are completely down there's right. no like big gorilla guarding everything with I mean with the way that the internet is now we have access to literally whatever the fuck we want this is my right. podcast that's why I can say that word on my podcast yeah. is because it's my podcast and I can be like nope this is totally allowed and we're gonna talk about what we want to talk we're allowed to do this now this isn't network television this isn't like you know right. channel channels three six five and nine twelve whatever and yeah. you, channel 6 that, that's not what this is anywhere we have autonomy to make our own decisions and sorry my my dog is walking around and, and right now finding fighting his way into Johnny's armpit Um oh, yeah. But, you know, there's there's not anything stopping us now from figuring these things out. And I think that's one of the reasons that these alternative treatments are becoming more of an option now. Yeah. We're, we're becoming more and well more willing to say, like, all right, you know what? Let's take a look at what this has to offer in our right. society. Because at this point, with you know, with how many Anthony Bourdains we lose every single day, like, this is necessary for us to keep an open mind and understand that, you know, some of these been drugs have been taken for thousands of years. Yeah, or, and
1: or they're being abused. Like, look at how much fucking, look how many families have opioids in their house. And, like, oh, oh yeah, I, I didn't know that was an opioid. And it's like, well, maybe because you weren't told it was, you mm-hmm. know. But maybe if you knew exactly what you were taking, you would understand that. But at yeah. the same time, it, it, it's, like, it's so funny because, well, it's, it's sad, but it's so funny when you think about the irony of all of this is that, like, there's a big push from the government, and there's a big push from the pharmaceutical companies. And then, all of a sudden, years later, there's a big push from the government, mm-hmm. and then there's like a minor push from the pharmaceutical companies to be like, we need to take it back. We need to talk about this stuff, you know? And like, it's like the same thing with like Philip Morris and the Truth, you know, campaign, which Truth campaign, great. I don't. I don't think that they make an impact at all because like, the truth campaign was like the truth behind cigarettes. You know, it's like oh, the, the okay. orange bus that like you sometimes see at like music festivals and everything. And it's like their interaction points are great, uh, but not really like. They're just sitting there, and they're getting people to interact and like take their product and like swag, 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 because they have all this money to like give shit away. But they're not talking. So about they the get brass like the puff
0: balls, like the foam balls that people take home from maybe festivals, like, they're like we're like making a, a difference. Look at this thing, this dust yeah. ball that you can squeeze. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And,
1: and like now the kids these days would be like the slow rise stress balls. I hear that's like a thing. Like these kids, like the kids are going to be change the world. Like we were like, oh my God, a Tamagotchi. This is amazing. Yeah. It's going to set me up for parenthood. Uh, Yeah. You know, And then all of a sudden promiscuous sex became a thing as a teenager (laughs) and you're just like, I'm, Wait, you have a Tamagotchi in your belly? Like, oh, we got to get rid of that. You know, (laughs) it's the truth. Like that, that's like how we learned about a lot of things. But like my, um, my whole theory is just like, we, at the end of the day, um, are striving for these answers and like it's not just going to be something that is like held up behind you know government walls or anything like that people are going to continue to push and i think that that's what hopefully really stands for is just like defining the odds um and 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 just putting the odds in your favor and -hmm. just saying like no like like you don't have to struggle like you don't have to go take a chill pill Mm -hmm. like if you need to take meds go take your meds but you know what If you need to go outside and take a fucking breath of air, go take ten.
0: And the the, the thing is, though, I think that that's hard because, you know, I think that the victimhood mentality is so pernicious throughout our like entire culture right now, and and it's almost like being a victim is a virtuous thing. So when you are fighting against something, yeah, yeah, It's, it's
1: clickbait. Like, look what media did last week. They're like. Anthony Bourdain, Kate Spade, suicide, you know, and mm-hmm. it's then all of a sudden know the method behind it. It's like, oh, word, you yeah, know, and yeah. now people are, you know, experiencing this in the, in in like the worst way where I wish someone would be like, you know, uh, you know, the, one of the best things that came out uh, as said as it was, is, you know, I believe it was. Um, Kate Spade's sister or brother, one of some, one of them was like trying to get her to go to treatment and then, um, you know, she ended up saying she would go and then they would come and she just wouldn't go. Mm-hmm. Um, that stigma, you know, that's that stigma that you don't feel like you deserve that, you know, and then... On top of that, you know they're they're using clickbait. Like it's like shame on you. You sh- if you're gonna use this for clickbait, donate all your fucking advertising dollars. You fucking yeah, piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to hope for the day hftd.org. <laughs> uh, you know we do have nice paper for tax receipts, but the thing is, is like we we are living in a society where we would rather watch the suffering than see sometimes the solutions mm-hmm. until it shit hits the fan so much and then, and then people you are have like to. we need to rise we need to yeah. rise up you know and that's fucking great but like why do Does we they have, have to get to
0: that point well, exactly Yeah. Like,
1: exactly and i said this the other day like i was like yo why the fuck do we have to constantly always wait for another su- like an, another suicide to happen or occur with a, a you know, with a celebrity or someone who's an influencer, uh, or iconic. For us to talk about this whole thing, when we need to have a conversation every day, because there's people who have no social status, no no right. iconic. We figure. can catch
0: this thing. Yeah. we can catch this thing before it starts getting into right. Because you get to that point where you're like laying on your bedroom floor, and you're like, I don't have a reason to get up, and you're like, oh. right. It doesn't have to get to that point, and we. I think that that like there are things that you can do to be proactive. Exactly. Because it's like yes, uh, yes, you know, I, I, depression is a disease, And, and I hesitate in saying that because I don't know a lot about the biology of how all of this actually functions, if it's caused by inflammation. And even if it is a disease, some Her- diseases can be curable. You'll, you know, you'll like, fucking
1: realize that Aunt Sally wasn't, you know, loony. She had bipolar disorder or something like that. Yeah. But then understanding and learning from it because yeah. your mental illness is not your life. Mm-hmm. It's part of it and you, you don't have to go through it alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there, there are more people walking around with undiagnosed mental health issues more than ever. And I always say that's how it's just been, you know, and we just disregard it. Um, but, you know, this opportunity here is to have that, but it's like, why do we have to wait? Why do we have to wait we for tragedy? We to do something about you it know, it's right like, well, away. how many fucking shootings do we have to have in this goddamn country until we're like, maybe we should have stronger, you know, gun laws. And then we have a wag mm-hmm. job, fucking asshole as a pre- president. Yeah. Fuck you, Donald Trump. Yep. Um, like that, you know, you take away a mental health check for gun, and, and then you're like, well, maybe we should reinstate that. <laughs> it's like, Fuck off, man. Yeah. I wish one of these fucking gun toned assholes would just shoot his ass because well, it's, it's like, learn from it. It's just like the I hot stove thing. You like touch the fucking hot stove and then you won't touch it again.
0: Yeah, and we need to actually, actually like the Dalai Lama recently tweeted, he's like, we can, it is good that we the send our Dalai good Lama intentions. Tweets?
1: Yeah, he does. Like, it's actually,
0: he's one of the best people to follow on Twitter. And he was like, he was tweeting, he's like, it's good. To be sensitive and compassionate. I don't remember what the exact wording is, but essentially it's like, but we still have to to do something. We still have to make a change. And I think, you know, I think the hard part with gun laws, and I'm not saying I, I agree that there should be stricter regulations, but sometimes it's like, you know, then it's the hard part where it's like, okay, I have depression and anxiety. Like, would that inhibit me from going to get help if I was a gun owner? Because then it's like, well, then you know, who is the person that like has the mental health issue right. that shouldn't have it? So it's hard because it's like, and I, I totally agree with you. It's hard though because it's such a number one. There's so many guns in this country that
1: unfortunately, it, yes. I mean,
0: it's it's at a point where it's like, okay, you can't, you can't, we can't go back. now. We can't no, go back. Can't. It's, it's it's already yeah, it's kind just, of at a point. Just say we're gonna.
1: F- we're going to throw them, you know, out. It's like yeah. And you know like it's like how many kids have to watch their their their, you know, Innocent fucking classmates, 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 you know, and and I have a dear friend who was um out in at Norley or not Norley uh, Northern Illinois University when the shooting happened like ten years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, actually, it was like ten years ago in February. You know, I
0: remember. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, and she
1: was like sitting right next to someone who who lost her life, and you know, and it's like then you know for her to feel like she can't voice her opinion because maybe some of her family members are like you know, they own guns and stuff. And, and it's like, it doesn't, it, like, I understand like the right to bear arms is like a really good thing. And I mm-hmm. think that we understand like, it's cool. Like you can do it, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean like we have Everybody should. to, <laughs> nor yeah. should you feel that that's the only way to protect yourself. And, and, and yeah. as being a fucking resident of the city of Chicago, I've lived here for 12 years now. Um, and, I've been in some sketchy situations before, like not anything that I wanted to be a part of, but I started off 2018 by ducking bullets in my own, my own neighborhood, like, which doesn't have shootings happening in it, you know, but it's like accessibility has become so powerful. And like we, we, we have tragedies like in fucking Las Vegas, right? Like, but like we will throw like a, a, a concert together, to like pay, pay homage to that. But we're not going to change anything. Mm-hmm. Like we're not going to change anything, and it's because of look at all the money that's coming in. Mm-hmm. Like, but I, I, I just,
0: I think it's a it's a thing of values. I think it's a value system issue. It's it's like the way the way that I think about it with uh with like a, just a very simple perspective that I think is a little bit closer in line with like our lifestyle is is uh is social media in that. So, so Facebook as a platform acts as if uh, their customer is is us, the people that are using it, the people right. who are using it personally. That's right. what they communicate. That's like the face they put on. We are here for you. When really their customer is the advertisers. Right. So when you see like you know when you see them making decisions that impact the privacy of their citizens, right. like like Cambridge Analytica, when you see that happening they're acting exactly in accordance with their values. Right. Their values just don't put their the people that are using their system like personally mm-hmm. like at the front. So when you think about like you know the governmental side of things, like I just feel like with all these issues, follow the money. Where is the money coming from? The money is coming right. from interest groups which right. Like, I understand the the inception of interest groups, that's a good idea. But then you get to a point where, like, you know, utility companies are getting in the way of people being able to use solar energy because they're like, no, we don't want to lose that. Or you know there there were talks about simplifying the the tax plan and, and you know you have H and R Block and Tax Turbo being like, no you can't simplify the tax plan because this is a business we make thousands of hundreds of millions of yeah, dollars a it, year yeah exactly so I'm like I start off with thousands and I'm like wait a second I need to like up it like millions like, millions <laughs> oh my god like it's trillions like it's I have sell, no you know idea. yeah
1: I know it's it, you're, yeah. you're all there but it's like someone's in someone's pocket and like we we have to start thinking differently. And, mm-hmm. and I think that if we can pay any respect to Steve Jobs is that he he did his own thing, you know, and he he pushed the envelope. And it's like whatever you're doing in life, you can push that envelope. You can get there. And, and in and, your own and, industry, and, in it, your
0: own way. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like for so long, you know, like I've wanted to um, I've I've been getting tattooed for 14 years you know mm-hmm. and and I have a decent amount of tattoos and it's not like because I'm trying to be like some tough guy these, like every tattoo ha- like means something truly to me even like the dumbest tattoo that I have means the dumbest like, like the,
0: the people in my life that have the most tattoos are the most sensitive people
1: <laughs> yeah no no absolutely but it's also like this is your body this is your temple this is your soul if you want to fucking decorate it go for it yeah. and for so long I was like man I really want to get my hands tattooed but like what if like what if what if and I was like I'm putting so many people before me but like what if they never fucking give a shit about me and i don't need him to give a a shit about me it's just more or less like why why do we hesitate to live the lives how we want to live our lives because at the end of the day like if what you're doing is bringing good to the world then why why aren't you just doing it you know and like i think that's why like such a beautiful thing that's come out of like the me too movement and all these other things like female body positive shit is awesome because like I don't even I can't even fathom what it's like to be a woman. Like I get anxiety when I walk into Walgreens and I'm like, maybe it's Maybelline, maybe it's color girl. I don't fucking know. I'm like, <laughs> fuck off. <I'm> like <laughs> like I, I just wanted a face wash. Like, <laughs> god damn it. Yes, you know? And, yeah. and and like then you look at like um you know how media portrays it and how we have to feel like we're we're always on. And I think the one good thing about social media is that I was I was having this conversation with a good friend of mine who has a massive following the other day, and I was like, "You know how awesome is it when you like put your real shit out there?" And she was like, "People respond. Like it's right. so right. You know, oh, and it's like- so
0: hard though. I mean, I like I struggle with it where I'm like, man, I'm like I have this like thing that I'm trying to work with, but you don't. You know, for me, I'm like I don't want to become the cliche. And I've noticed though too that like nobody wants to share their before while they're in there before, and it's hard because and I. Part of me is like, oh, I understand that. Like kind of sometimes you need some time to step away from a situation and breathe in order to expose it right, to the right, world. Right. So I mean like there's not – but there's, there's not any one way to do it I guess. But it, you're right though when you have this genuine connection where you're like, hey, I'm a human. And like like you said, like I what, eat, sleep, shit, cry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like all of the – I do all, all of those time. things. All the time
1: like woo woo Yeah. <laughs> I mean that, that's like – that's what we need to understand. But it's like we are also in such a – a world where, you know, the saddest thing is like when kids who go on Facebook and or Instagram, they don't get that appreciation that they feel that like that's the only thing they're getting. And they, you know, unfortunately, they are the reason why we have terms like spontaneous suicides because like, you know, or immature suicides. And like, there's like things out there that like, you know, our brains aren't developed yet to a point where we're we're not able to understand these emotions. And then like you put a fuck look like, how many how many times you go to brunch and you see a fucking baby with an iPad? I want to kick every fucking Don't one of you started, goddamn man. parents. Take the iPad no shit. and read your fucking book yes. later on that goddamn yeah, thing. Yeah, let your
0: kid let your kid be bored. Let your kid stare at a wall for an hour. Why do you while think you Legos was friend?
1: like the shit Just, and still the shit? It's because yeah. you use your hands, folks. Like yep. not everything is like fucking barney's app now you know the tactile like,
0: yeah. you have to like give them something to oh to god. feel yeah. yes i to- i and, couldn't agree more and
1: in it but it's like we uh, we have these things and like we all want to shut people up we want to give people what they want you know stuff like that but at the same time it's like if 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 a social media platform is how you are judging your the worth of your life like god damn you know like that's sad and mm-hmm. And I, and I, and I, I constantly like look at, cause we, we have like, we have a, we have a, a I, I would say we have a small social media presence. Like we have like 32,000 followers on our Instagram and it's like, cool. Like we got a nice community and we have like good response when we try to put out really good content. We don't try to put out like sad stuff, you know, like, the sad right. stuff is good, but, like, I'm like, hey, it motherfucker, propels. wake up, it's your day, yeah. and, you know, like, the audio might be peaking at that point in time, but, like, <laughs> I, I just, I, I, I hate when people feel that, like, that's their worth, you know, and it's just so sad because, you know, we all get into that that moment in time, but, you know, we were talking, uh, you know, about um, how how, like, we have people who live on, you know, online dating websites. And I have a friend who literally, if he listens to this podcast, he'll know exactly what I'm talking about him because he literally is on his phone all the fucking time and like swiping left, swiping right. Like, I'll I'll show you my phone right. I don't have any of that shit on my phone. And it's because like, you know what? I'm going to find myself a beautiful woman the old school organic way by looking her in the eyes and be like, I kind of want to marry. Yes, I want to marry this woman. I don't even know her name yet. Um, (laughs) But I also think that it's uh, it's like a beautiful thing that we have like healthy relationships with other people from the other sex, you know? And it's not like, Hey, you're a girl. I'm a guy. Let's go fuck. You know, like it's, that's not what it's supposed to be. Nope. We're supposed you to can be have to- like
0: completely platonic relationships between male and female. Right. You not know, be an issue. Right. Yeah.
1: But you think about like online dating, it's like we put ourselves out there and we're trying to put this face on. And that's what you do with social media. And you're like, I like every girl, like shout out to all the girls that take the fucking boat shots. Like we know that's not your boat. like, <laughs> take a fucking beach shot or something like that. Like, take something that's like more important because, like, I always go. God, I just don't feel like hanging out with a girl that values like I'm on a boat. You know, like then that's cool. Be on a boat. Like, mm-hmm. do your thing. But like,
0: I'm more of like a canoe kind of person. Like, I, canoes, I'm a
1: rafting person. I I'm, acts, I'm yeah, like, rafting. give me, give me like a level five. Like, yeah. if you give me, I think that like online dating should be abolished. And what we should go do is like, if you want to go on a date with someone go hit a real fucking like, river with them and be like, we're going to have to survive <laughs> um, because my mom... Uh, it took me whitewater rafting in northern Wisconsin, uh, and my dad. Obviously. I didn't know that
0: there was there that there was whitewater rafting. Yo, in the Wolf Wisconsin.
1: River, Shotgun Eddies, like five and a half hours up there, you could jump off fucking twelve foot, fifteen foot, thirty five foot cliffs. Like,
0: oh my god, uh, that's
1: my shit. Uh, I did
0: like a twenty foot cliff in Hawaii, and I'm like, all right, that's like, I I was like, all right, this was totally awesome. Yeah, but I gotta go. I'm really stressed out. I, but it was yeah. so great. It was really fun. No. The adrenaline rush yeah. that you get. You're like standing up there. You're like, oh, all right, yeah. I'm gonna do it. Like it's a cliff. I, it's yeah, a diving board. There's right like no regulations they didn't have to like follow some governmental construction right, bullshit like there's right, no code right. there's no code on this exactly it's like if you die you die but who cares like, <laughs> I
1: mean, we do care but, <laughs>
0: but, no, but like, but, I, mean, I would hope for the daycare yeah, yeah no no i
1: mean like i always tell people like I, I want you to realize that like you're gonna have shit in your life and life's a roller coaster if it was just if you were driving down the same straight fucking road all your life would it be entertaining? No. You would eventually fall asleep and then your car would move your off and then you would, you know, die probably or get injured. But the thing is, is that like we, um, you know, we are in this like beautiful state right now where like we should be challenging ourselves in different ways. But we're willing to accept like the norm and like let's just go through like this theory real quick. When you go have you I don't know how long you have you guys how long have you guys been together? It seems like you went to Hawaii and back and all this other shit. Yeah,
0: we've been together since two thousand six, so it's twelve years.
1: So you guys definitely met on a dating app and <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, we we actually we met we met at a diner at around like ten o'clock at night on a Saturday in the hometown. We grew up in Crystal Lake and um Wait, you
1: grew up in Crystal Lake? Yeah. I grew up in Long Grove, so Oh,
0: wow. That's that's the same train line.
1: I pretty much. Yeah. Y- at you
0: know? N- WUP. <laughs> yeah, oh my
1: god. Shout out to Metra. Yeah. Give us your money. Stop people from jumping in front of those trains, please. Um uh, yeah. we Yeah, no, actually no, no.
0: have you uh, have you guys uh talked about the oh, collaboration with Metra? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like the thing up uh like the whole thing up there is is like the it's really like a McHenry County type thing pushing, but we like we've got some great stakeholders inside Metro who are, t- are starting to give this very seriously.
2: Right.
1: Um, but uh, but you know, here's the thing: it's like you you go on these dating apps and you put your best photos up there and you make these cheesy fucking like you know explanations of what you like to do, and everyone likes a fucking walk on the beach. No fucking shit.
0: Yeah, I know. Um, who wouldn't take a walk on the beach?
1: You're judging them. Primarily off if you want to fuck them. Like, just think about that. Like, yeah. that's so sad, you know? Because people But don't, like,
0: like do not Do you think that people do that? I mean, I, like, and I'm not, okay, here's, like, here, I'm not.
1: I don't have many friends that sit there and go, wow, she sounds really interesting. I'm going to swipe on her.
0: Right. I you have know, friends yeah.
1: that are like, yes, no, yes, Jeez. no. Well, like, okay. Yes.
0: I'm just wondering. No. Is it just because that it's more, um, like, is it just because that since you put it on an app and you're actually saying yes and no to specific people versus like when you go out into public, you are saying yes and no to people, but right. you're kind of saying no and you're not, you're not actually saying no, but you're, right. I mean, maybe you are, but like you, it's just kind of like,
1: it's, but it's, it's that connection, you know? And it's like, you get to know that person, you get to like look them in the eyes and it's like, you want to be, you want to like be jazzed off that stuff, you know? And I, my mom's like, ah, oh, so what, what's one of those dating apps? And I was like, None of them. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Like, yeah. if and I, it's also because like maybe I just don't have the capacity for it right now, and maybe it's because I was also in, you know, uh, I've been in a couple of relationships where, after I, you know, realize it and analyze it, I, re- I, I, I recognize like that. You know, I am a cancer. Like, I truly am a cancer. I'm, I'm born in July, and I give a shit, trait? and I'm like, you know what? I can't save everyone, and I realize mm-hmm. that sometimes I've dated girls who um, just – they needed something more than I could give to them, you know, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it left me high and dry and that's, that's fine. You know, like it is what it is. But
0: I think it's a lot of times that it's something like a lot of, we look for things in other people that we are afraid to give to ourselves. Oh fuck. Yeah. You know, well, it's, it's always like,
1: easier to go, you know, you need to clean up and then you go home right. and you're like, there's a mess on the floor. I'm not gonna clean that shit up. You yeah, know? you know, yeah. and 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 that's like I always like laugh. Like I think life coaches are awesome. I'm always like I always played this joke that I want to know. Um, I want to have like the real life, the real life of a life coach, you know. <laughs> and it, and but it's also uh, I've i watched several episodes like Intervention, and like there was one that really disturbed me. But I was like, this is probably more you know, real than than not, and more common than I would ever really assume, um, because. It was a girl who was trying to help her boyfriend, who's like addicted to like meth or heroin or something like that, and she was a drug and rehab um, alcohol uh, rehabilitation counselor. And then all of a sudden, she like started using to like help him, and then they became addicted together. And I was just like, "What the fuck is going?"
0: on? Codependency's a yeah. bitch. Oh, I yeah. mean, truly, I mean that's what it, it's like, and that's one thing I kind of realized about myself, like you know, in the last couple of years. I'm like, okay, I'm like. I can't I you can't try to fix the people in your right, life. Right, exactly. You have to focus on fixing right. yourself. You, and, not,
1: and, and they're supposed to be complimentary to your life. You yes. know, you know, and I dated um I dated a girl who uh she loved what I did with the organization and I think that's how actually we met, but um, you know, she ended up cheating on me and it was because I travel so much and, and I was like, What 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 the fuck happened here? Like I communicate to you mm-hmm. like I let you know where I am, wherever in the world. And like, sometimes you're giving me the cold shoulder and I'm like, all right, whatever. But like, I didn't know you were like cheating on me. Like mm. this sucks. Yeah. You know? and, and, and I remember when it happened and I, and I told my parents and my parents were like, I never, her tried the first place. And I was like, <laughs> all right, all right, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I need to get better at finding the, the right woman for me. But, um, I read a book and I can't remember who the author was and it was just uh, the importance of taking time back that you give to others. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, "Well, (laughs) I
0: I love that you're an advocate of that. You like, you're, I mean, like, you're, you're heading this incredible, like, this incredible, it's a charitable organization, but it's not, I don't like, I mean, you guys have a really strong mission that is like very, like, I mean, very forward. And, and like it's, it's you, you, but and you as yes, and it's and it's raw and it's real and it's like it's no it's no bullshit and right. and, it, and it's honestly like because of that it's exactly the kind of charitable organization that I would expect to come out of Chicago right like it's it's you know what I mean where it's well, like it's, we're the no bullshit charity well, that's like yeah
1: it's because we all we've all survived a couple winters, you know and, yeah and, and and we know that you know we 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 got to go out we got we got to you know. Pick up a snow shovel and clean her car off, and all this little shit. But
0: like, you are an advocate of all of this. But at the same time, though, you in this conversation, you've placed so much emphasis on self care, and that's something that I really appreciate yeah. because it's like everybody's like when I think about the people that I love, the people that are in my life, I'm, I'm so worried about them, and I know they're they're worried about the people you know in their lives too. But if we were to trust each other to be like, I trust you to take care of yourself, and I'm here for you at the same time. But like, it's just sure. to know that like your family members. Make themselves a priority, that yeah. like that calms me down so much. I'm like, you know what? As long as I know that you are making yourself a priority and taking care of yourself, yep. then then and I'm and I can be here for you as much as I possibly can. Right. But like, but there's got to be both of those things happening. But it's, especially the first thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And and like I I like that you've placed such an emphasis on the importance of taking care of yourself, despite the fact that you give back so much. And I, I don't even <laughs> think it's despite. I think it's like in complementary yeah. too.
1: You know, it, it's it's just the reality of it. And, and you know, I, at first when I started the organization, I really didn't think about that. And I was just like, I gotta give, 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 give myself, give myself, give myself. And like, uh, my friend Jesse, who sings in this band, um, Stick to Your Guns, he's like, Bro, you literally kill yourself to let people know not to kill themselves. He's like, You need to find some more balance. And I was just like, You're right. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, and that, but that was like the first year we were doing all of our outreach with like Warp Tour and we went international that year. Wow. And, and, and I, you know, I, I remember like the first time I ever spoke internationally, I was terrified that people in V Spot in Germany would not know what the fuck I was saying. And I was out there, and there's 2,000 kids there and I'm just like, <clears throat> I'm like <laughs> hello <laughs> and, and, and I was just like why are you scared you know and like but what I did is I started the conversation and I was like I'll be in the back you know and I have resources and I, I was like super intimidated for some fucking reason and these people came up to me and were like we have been waiting for someone to say that for so long and I was just like all right, that's why I'll do it. Like that's why I'll do it. You know, and wow. I, I just had this mentality that like if if it's not me, then I don't know who. And I and I would always get really worried because I I just I'm sick and tired of losing people. You know, like after losing sixteen people, you're like, fuck this. You know, like you, you know, and now, gotta be and now I, like I said, I'm the cool id, man. I'll I'll roll through, crash through, and 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 you know, I'm super sweet. But yeah, um, you know,
0: you are like walked yeah. in. And it was like right at home it's perfect yeah
1: like, no and, and that's the thing i tried to do but like i really started honing in but but uh, i i gotta give it up to my mom she goes you can't save everybody and that made me go okay okay because right. i didn't think i could i, I was trying to right. yeah. my mom's like it's all good like just take time for yourself like make sure you give back to yourself and i was like yeah you're right okay 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 and, and it's like wow. and it's not like i need to go take a vacation like people who think that they that going on vacation is going to like solve all your no, fucking problems. Like no, it's like you're, you're it. going to go on vacation, you're going to go to an all-inclusive resort, and you're going to get fucking pissed drunk. Someone's going to give you a, a fucking roofie and then you're going to wake up <laughs> and you you're going to be Bill
0: Cosby. And yeah, like. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Like it's like fucking wild and, and 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 so from that like I really started focusing on my own self-care and um I I I just remember the first year on Warped Tour I was like I met this kid in Florida and I was just like after he like walked away from our tent like he was like thank you so much for your time and he walked away and I was just like I need to go I need I just need to go cry somewhere right now I was like that kid's life sucks and it's like I can't do anything I can't do anything about it and it, and it's at that point where you're like I did what I could do and like that's good enough you know like that has to be good enough I can't be like hey man I got room on our tour bus come on you're coming with us fuck your parents you know like right. I, I I also can't, you can't do take that on it's not sustainable own, you know but yeah. like the thing is is that when we want to help people we want to be that help for them, and that that unfortunately runs a really really scary path because if you don't build a boundary in a capacity in which you can take that on, you're going to burn yourself out, and then on top of that, it's going to become real and it's going to become emotional. Where it was, hey, I, I'm really concerned with you. Oh, fine, fuck you. You know, you mm-hmm. you, you deserve to feel that way. And all yeah. of a sudden, that person's like. I and and I I have heard a horrible story about a person that like said that to their friend and their friend went and took their life and wow. and I was just like and it's not like I, I just always bring that up because I'm just like hey you got to remember like we we don't know the you know we we can see people but we don't know what they're going through you know and and all we can do is try to nurture and love them but we have to also do that to ourselves and if we neglect ourselves we're no good to them and it's um I I. We we work we worked with the military a lot, and when I go out on bases, like I'm intimidated because I'm like I'm not in any camo. You guys all fucking have guns on you. We, we, we just really like started diving in and I was like, I was like, how do I, how do I, how do I get a message across these people?
0: Right. Yeah. Especially because their, their experience is so different from like oh civilian life. Like yeah. It's yeah. Like, and they're probably like, even- all right,
1: fat ass. Like, yeah, you get to eat pizza in Chicago while I'm out here eating fucking cafeteria food. And like, sometimes when like when you're on a military base that has no mission, there's no non-mission bases, but you're still serving because you're part of the military and you'll be out there for a year and you find no worth in what the work you're doing where, you know, people who are like, three missions in, in Iraq and all this stuff and right. it's like you know people are like fuck yeah man you fucking served our country and we sh- we need to we need to give as much praise to, the, to anyone who serves in this country because i've heard it from them directly they're like With who currently is who's in office i don't even know why i serve for this country you wow. know because yeah. But it's hey, like if you don't you know have what? respect
0: for who's leading right. the charge, then right. why doesn't he, commander right. in and chief? O- and Obama
1: gave us so much hope, you know, and you, you know, I think a lot of that's been taken away. Even even Obama fucked up. Like, mm-hmm.
0: I mean, well, all of the bo- he bombed Syria with the amount of with the amount of civilians that were killed in the Syrian yeah. attacks. It was absolutely atrocious. Right. The amount of, so it's like okay, like yes, yes, like hope and change but let's let's pay attention to what's actually happening too right. and, and we are like in, mm-hmm. in these wars and this right. is affecting the mental health right. of this this country because if you think right. about how many how many people of those populations are coming back to the United States and it's not only because those are you know those are very violent territories that cause PTSD right. but it's also the fact that they've established this very grounded community you know with their you know with their fellow troops that like Cannot be. It's not the same here because right. we haven't established the same sense of community that you guys have, like at Sip of right. Hope. That's not available every single place, no. and people have to really and go everyone out. Everyone
1: wants a sip of Hope now, and every and I was like, ah, oh, great, you know, like maybe Starbucks could just you know donate all their stores to us, <laughs> we can just turn them <laughs> into a thing. But like the thing yeah. is, is like we. What, what what we're you know what we're striving to do and what I've really had to strive to do within my own in our own community in our own office is just make sure that we push that that sense of like, you know you got to take care of yourself because at the end of the day we live in a society where you really don't feel like anyone's looking out for you and at the end of the day no a lot of people don't look out for each other and it's sad but you can't go around and regulate everyone you just need to lead by example and that's um it's nice that you you say that I. I, I preach a lot of self, you know, care because it's just so important to me. And 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 I hate when people feel like they're like, all right, well, I got to go do this whole different thing now because I care about myself. And it's like, no, just toss this shit in your everyday life and, yeah. and n- nurture yeah. it and and just be honest and 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 you know, be be the person that you want to be. Um, and if we can all thank my friends at Threadless, you know, I always lived by their whole "fake it till you make it" type thing, and I was just like yeah, you know, we'll fake it till we make it. But how you can't go faking it for so long and then continuously neglect the the real issues, you know? And it's like, like I said earlier, like, yeah, I'm overweight. I should probably eat healthier. I should probably get my fat ass on a fucking, you know, elliptical or go for a run or anything like that. But, like, I don't have time to. So you have to make that time for yourself. And if you can achieve those things by, you know, walking your dog or just going for a walk, you're you're, you're giving to yourself. And it's funny Mm -hmm. because, like, we live... In one of the greatest architectural achievements in mankind history, and 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 yes, I'm talking about the lovely city of Chicago because you go yeah. down and you find like the history of what oh. this was and what it once was and where it is now, and it's just like so fascinating. The but architecture
0: like, is so beautiful. I right. walk around and I'm like, I'm constantly. I just look around and I'm just so. Amazed because right, it's in exactly. every single building, even like just the graystone buildings that like, like you walk around yeah. the neighborhoods and you're like, God, that's so beautiful. Right, and and it's and, and we tangent. think that
1: you know we think that oh we, we have to travel to another country to like get value and that stuff. It's like no, go it's go right, check going out going some hobbies. You know, go like that. Yeah. But like people don't take that time. Nor not they think like that. And I was just doing a, uh, a mental health um, kind of like meetup uh, after these this week's tra- or the past week's tragedies um, for a company that we work with and. Um, i was like hey so we're going to talk about this It's like a forum and like i distributed like hr documents and everything i had their hr director in there and i was like this is what your your health insurance covers and some people were like holy shit i did not know this like this is uh-huh. great but then i said all right cool so before we wrap up let's all go for a walk and at that point in time everyone's like oh i got to i got to go home like this was a good like thing and we're going to do more of these so i know we're going to do that but like no, i was like all right if you can't go, like that's fine. But those who do want to go, walk. We're just gonna walk two blocks to the river, chill out, and walk back. Like very that's simple, it. folks. And only a handful of people went. Just fine. Do, like do your thing, and, and mm-hmm. like I, it, it was like kind of like last minute because obviously all these things just happened, and and the company wanted to be proactive about you know operating on having some self care in there. But like holy shit, people don't take that it's like time. You know. Teeth. Yeah. No, absolutely, and it's like you know come this time like on Saturday I'm going to be probably I'm going to be on a tour bus in the middle of fucking nowhere going you know heading west and like that will be the time where I'm like oh, I can relax but it's like after I after I get done with this podcast it's like I got to go back to the and I'm just going like, to haul ass around this fucking city and get shit done but it's like I'm so organized at the same time that I'm like, it's not work, you know? I just gotta go get this, I gotta go get that, I gotta go get this, I gotta go get that, because it's like, we need this as a team. Um, But it's, it's one of those things that if you don't, like, if you don't own your time, that kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier with Tim, about Tim Ferriss. Is like he understood my process, and I understood my time. And when you understand your time and your worth and what you should be achieving every day, it makes getting through the day so much easier. And I have a donor who is an amazing, amazing person. He looks like the Rock. Um, shout out to Dwayne Johnson, my brother. Hit me back. <laughs> Let's do some things for men's mental health. You know what I'm saying? But uh, he. He does look like the rock. <laughs> and um
0: I like I pretty much like basically like Oh yeah. I no, mean like, you could just like it's like having an active cardboard cutout. Yeah. You could just have him at your events. Right. No, no, just...
1: absolutely. And he and he comes to our, <laughs> our he comes to our events. He's him and his family are so supportive. They're so sweet and um, you know, they're they're obviously well off. But he asked me one day, he goes, How much are you worth a day? And I go, Man, I run a charity, like I'm not getting rich And He goes, No, 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 no. How much are you worth a day? And I said I don't know. He goes, I'm worth five grand a day. I'm like five times 365. That sounds like a great payday. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> You know, like, fuck. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm worth 10 grand, you know, but uh, now he's like, no, man, like, what are you doing? And, and, and like I at first when I started the organization, I wanted to be the end all to everyone and I wanted to say yes to everyone. And like it kind of got me into a bad place because I wasn't taking care of myself. And, um, you know, now I'm like, Oh no, my work, my day is worth definitely, you know, five grand, and that's me bringing in, you know, five thousand dollars every day to help our organization. Like that's awesome, like mm-hmm. sick. Um, but at the same time, you know, like I, 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 I didn't, I didn't have that perspective, um, you know, and and you know, when you work for other people, like I used to, and you walk around and you feel like you're undervalued, and you you start to resent the things you're doing, it takes away the passion for what you're doing, and that's horrible and then you leave your job and you go home and hit the bottle or you hit three bottles and then you if you're lonely you you holler at your ex-girlfriend or your ex boyfriend or whatever the fuck it is and and you know that that's a negative thing but you'd rather just do that so you can like get off and like do your thing um and and you still waking up the next day hungover next to a person who didn't respect you that you only needed to like fuck you know like I I just I hate when people feel like someone else is going to validate them, you know, because at the end of the day, we we do live and die alone. But going back to what I said earlier, how we do have a responsibility to each other, it's to influence people. So and when they are alone, they can if they are on social media, they can go on someone's account and just be inspired, you know, Mm -hmm. but like by giving the honesty and not like, man, I want to have all the bags that Kim Kardashian has. It's like, no.
0: No, like, what do you actually want? Like, what's actually? Yeah. what Like, what? Like, what is that pit in your soul? Like, tell me about the pit right. in your soul. And and also, tell what me how you feel. What like do you know about, about sacrifice?
1: That's what I want to know. Yeah, I want to know what people yeah. know about sacrifice because, like, one day I'll write the real story of how I I started this organization, and it's not like some myth. It's just like the things that I did, like living off of not having healthcare for two and a half years, um, not having money coming in because I just wanted to live off my savings so I could try to start growing this organization, and 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 then you know stepping to you know our staff and and wanting to pay them more but not being able to pay them more but like having to promise them that like ride with me and like we're gonna fucking crush this and like we're gonna continue crushing this to the point where you know I have people calling me on the way over here. That are like, yo, you know, Lupe Fiasco wants to sit down and 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 just chat, and I'm like, all right, cool, like I'll find time for him, like mm-hmm. whatever, like where I used to be like, yo, hey, just I can't come through anymore, I gotta go do this thing, you right. know, but but it's like where other
0: people hijack your day, and you're right. like, every you can take things in on your own terms, right?
1: No, exactly, and that's like the 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 healthy thing about not being always connected, you know, like. I'm often very apologetic in my emails because like sometimes I'll see something and I'll be like, well, I'm busy and I have to go socialize. I have to go work with my partners in prevention. Like I have to go over to Dark Matter right now and talk about something that might not be so serious, but we need to talk about this thing because it's like, you know, you got to be pushing the needle and that's where maybe that 5K that I'm worth every day isn't on that day, but it's going to be coming up where my day will become worth $25,000 in one day, you know, Mm -hmm. like, but it's like, and for
0: you that translates into, translates into lives.
1: Right, exactly. and And it's
0: like it's like we have that you have that number in your head but it's like you know because like, we're talking about like the meeting and work and I'm like it's like with social media like one thing that I really try and do with the minimalist social media is yeah. I try and get them off of it I try and, try and like if somebody's scrolling through recently we just started something I'm calling it like on the inside it's insta disruptions it's just yeah. like so on Instagram stories I have a cinema board in that room over there and I'll have it like swipe across that says like why are you on social media right now and yeah. it's just the question of being like how might your time be better, like, better spent right. right now where are your priorities like are you right. acting out your priorities, right, exactly. or is somebody else just taking yeah from you?
1: I uh, sometimes like when you get like lost in like Instagram. I'll I'll like something in my mind will go, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, and then I'll go all right, and I'll start. I'll, I'll I'll start just counting down from ten. I'll go ten, nine, eight, seven, <laughs> six, five, four, three. Yeah, fuck this. It's not even worth it. You yeah. Know? Um, and 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 that's you know that's it's important, but like I know that there's people who just sit there and stare at that shit, and it's like so sad because like. You know our our minds are also not at capacity and that's one big issue that no one really talks about in mental health is that like we have a capacity like we can only brains, do so much Our brains are not supposed to have you know a hundred you know million followers and it's like do you know those people? But the thing is is like what sucks about tragedies now, especially with celebrities is that we all feel like we knew them and it's because we ingrain ourselves like we we sit in bed and we're like, all right. Bye, Kim Kardashian. You know? Um <laughs> Love you, you know, yeah. and you wake up, you know, you, you, know, I, what know, like like. you know what their kids look like their house looks like. I think, I'm like, I think it's because I'm really pissed off at Kanye West right now. Um <laughs> because first off, your album sucks and shame on you for fucking pimping mental health you fucking pile of shit
0: so so hang on so wait. so i want i want <laughs> i want to understand this now so yeah i mean so yeah so what like so what is he doing with mental health that you just So with? i
1: mean his new album like uh, you know Wyoming or Yee or whatever the fuck it's called i, I can't even tell um you know it, it's 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 really unfortunate because i think Kanye West for so long was like poster child of, like, this is what you can become. And I uh, I respect like him. Like, despite
0: mental illness? Well, no, no, no. Just, just it, overall. It was,
1: Yeah, like, r- 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 the first time you heard right down, or, like, Through the Wire, and, like, the yeah. story behind it, like, was so fucking gangster. You're like, what? Like, homeboy hopped in a booth with his mouth wired shut and still wrapped it up And, like, and, and it's, like, so sick, you know, and it's genuine, but his ego got in the way. I and mean, we all can say that. So, like, Tell me to fuck off, all you want, but it's like the truth. It's like his ego got in the way, but like I, I really have lost a lot of respect for him because on his new album cover, it, it, it says, I think it says like, I hate um, my 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 bipolar. Um, it's beautiful, and it's just like, bro, why, why are you doing that? And it's like, and one of his lyrics is, um, "That's my bipolar. That's my superpower." Like. Like, well, why aren't you using your platform for better, you know? And mm-hmm. I, I made the joke the other What do you night.
0: think he's saying with that?
1: I think I think that he's I, I think that he's saying that I think he's trying to address it, but he's trying to address it like he knows everything, which we've kind of like seen maybe this, like maybe trying to
0: glamorize.
1: Oh, for sure, yeah, for sure. You know, like and and like the first song, like he he's like uh, it's like I think um, I thought about killing you last night, and it's like him talking to himself and everything. And yeah, a like, lot of
0: like rap songs in the '90s started yeah, off that way, where yeah. they like they're like reading off a grocery list or talking to their girlfriend. And yeah. they're like <laughs> right,
1: but put it's like you know you know, but it's like he is glorifying his own struggles and like as great as that is because I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm the first one to be like yo don't diss my disability like mm-hmm. that's my ability like that's like that that is like your superpower like yeah, that's yeah. what makes you different exactly but like, that's what I was thinking but at the same time it's like he's like you know I, I would sit down with him and I would have a conversation with him but I I, I really would have a hard time taking him seriously because I, I just sit here and I'm like what the fuck are you doing man like you should be you should be doing something that is that, that that takes you out of the picture, that brings every one of your fans to the table, and then you could be like, you know what, I'm a person just like you guys. I've been struggling lately, you yeah, know. But like, yeah. he'd rather like, but go be buddy buddy with President Trump. I don't fucking care. But like, it's like you always wonder what what the next thing is. What's the what's the alternative motive, you know? Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and it's sad, you know. So maybe all right, you know what. Sorry, not. Don't go fuck yourself, Kanye and Kim.
0: He would probably enjoy that based on his ego, but
1: but you know it's like I I made the joke the other day. I'm like, do you think Kim Kardashian would would post about like if she was struggling and 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 someone's like, well, I'm like, no, she wouldn't. She would have to get her per she would have to get paid to do it. Yeah, you know, yeah. To push it, but it, it's like. I, I just I don't know I, I I just live in this world where I'm just like I I want to talk to people in an honest way and I want them to be able to talk honestly back to us and and I I hate it and I think that like the beautiful thing about the album that they did with he did with Kid Cudi is that Kid Cudi when he I was, was th- listening
0: to that this morning actually what's it called again uh, Could, kids, kids see
1: monsters some, Kids see ghosts 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 It was yeah. ghosts It was, um, ghosts. It was one of
0: the scary things that I was afraid of when I was a kid
1: Oh yeah totally like totally i grew up on a fucking farm property well especially
0: in the midwest that's a really big thing if you live in the midwest it's all about ghosts because there's nothing oh to do so you yeah. have to just make shit up and right order
1: to get no exactly so i i'm i'm sitting here and and you know i'm just like I, I always go like why wouldn't you if you have a platform why aren't you talking about it? and i also understand that there's this like piece of that people don't want to open up cuz they're scared to open up Pandora's box but mm-hmm. don't do it the ass backwards way you know and like right. don't do it the ass backwards way
0: don't um, like put diamonds on it like don't right. don't like don't like ice it up and then be like right. ooh like right. it, like it's i have mental health issues and it looks good on me like right. because that and yeah i think that that's where it comes to a point is that, that i get frustrated with with like mental health like combating mental health is mm-hmm. when it's, it gets to a point where it's either glamorizing it or it's turning it into a point where you're a victim, and it's like that's that's yeah. at the point where you're trying to use this issue and change and alter right. others' perception of you through your identity, and, think- and that's not the issue. I mean, that is your superpower. I'm right. a huge proponent of stoicism and the fact that you know the things that go wrong in your life that is a huge asset to you. No matter no matter how tragic it is, as as hard as things may be, and I'm, and you can think of like the worst things that could happen in your life, like yeah. the worst things that have happened in your life has, has deepened your capacity for compassion right. and love. And and like we need to embrace those things because the problem is is that when difficult things happen in life, if we don't do that, it's really easy to fall into a puddle like, you know, like like Peter from Family Guy. He's like, yeah. I wish I had no bones. And then he goes yeah. into like, you know, it's really easy to like turn yeah. into that person if you don't use those things as a superpower. But that's that's I agree with you. The language that we use is really important. Right. because and You don't want to disempower.
1: Right. And you also don't want to negatively impact your fans who have are are living this because it it's looks it influence. looks so disingenuine and it, like it, it's like yo like why, why why would you mock me you know and I think the I think there's like. God, I've been thinking about this for like the past week because I tried listening to um, the Kid Cudi and Kanye album and I was like, I hate the fact that it came out of his, on his birthday and he's like getting glorified by it, but it's like him and Kid Cudi, right? And Kid Cudi came out and broke like mad silence about mental health, which if we just talk about like mental health in the African-American community, it, it is just so under talked about just like diabetes and just like a lot of unfortunate uh, issues in like, you know, it's a two way street. You could say that uh, the lack of accessibility to proper healthcare and knowledge is one thing, but it's also the lack of conversation. And that's on the family side. And that's like, shame on them. But like, at the same time, here's an opportunity. And I I look at, you know, I look at Kid Cuddy as like someone who was almost like, you, you know, he, he was so honest with his, you know, the fact that he had to go get treatment. And, and, and now, like, you release an album with, Kanye who a week prior puts out an album that is talking about his mental health and maybe this is his cry for help and and, and maybe it is and I would love to see like positive things come out of that so Kanye holler at me but like it's just like I I really I I will not allow people to get away with this anymore because of the fact that I've had to pick people up. We've had to pick so many people up who, you know, my parents and, like, my friends and stuff, they, like, people love when they see, like, I'll post a photo of me speaking on, like, a tour and something, and there's, like, thousands of people there, and everyone's like, that's so fucking amazing. And I go, yeah, you know, I just wish there was, like, a multi-angle of a camera, like, that you could see, like, no one and just me speaking, but then you would see that same crowd behind me because that's the same size crowd, if not bigger, that we've helped. And, like, you know, the thought of um my ex and i used to argue a lot and she was, she one time said you know i just wish she would get a regular job and i i literally was like okay let me tell you something <laughs> uh, you know what you just asked me to do and she's like well you know i just wish we were able to spend more time together i no 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 i, I don't we're not going to no. we're not going to talk anymore about this like do you know what you just asked me to do yeah you just asked me to turn my back on my staff. You just asked me to turn my back on my beliefs. You told me to turn my back this on your what, life I, what, mission. Yeah, what, what I'm doing with my life. But then you, you're you neglecting the people that we've helped. Wh- you know, like, what if... What about wh- all that? Wh- them? Yeah, what if, like, you know, God forbid, like, something ever happened where, like, hopefully they went away. It's like, that's not going to mean, that, like, there's not going to be other mental health services out there, but it's like, shame on you for fucking even going down that path because you just... You just You made it all about you, and not about the other people, Mm -hmm. and that's why I think I'm so pissed off with Kanye. Is because like he's not addressing these things, like he's not doing the right thing, you know, and it's like. If, if, if anyone you know, is listening is like, you know, this guy's an asshole, it's like he's a fucking asshole. Look what he's doing with this fucking charity. He named it after his mother, and hasn't even talked to the fucking people in over a year. Like Donna's house, which is now a different fucking charity. Good job, you know, for, for fucking stepping out of his light, you know? And that's the issue with a bunch of fucking people who have yes men around them, mm-hmm. is because they're like, wow, that's a horrible idea. But because if I say anything, like, I'm going to be out of job, I'm going to be this, that, the other, like, we conform because out of, out of fear, but like at the same time the bigger impact isn't just us it's everyone around us too and that's the ripple effect that's the negative ripple effect where our hope for the day is like yo know, we're going to try and break the science and have the ripple effect where we we empower others to go out and tell people it's okay not to be okay and realize that if they're struggling there's help out there and like maybe because they've interacted with us at a concert or at an event or they found us online or they like us on Instagram or they follow us somewhere else it's like that's great we post things like we, they get to get reposted and like, that's like, that's nurturing people. But when you have something like that, you know, like that's really unfortunate. And la- uh, like when Kanye did uh, life of Pablo mm-hmm. um, and like uh, the, I thought the artwork was just so sick. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So I, that cre- was a
0: red album cover, right? It was a yeah, red. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And there, and there was like all the, or, no, it was orange and was like a bunch of like uh words and stuff on it and everything yeah, like yeah. that. Um, and it just kept sounding like I feel like Pablo, I feel like Pablo, or yes, whatever. Yes, I remember that. Okay. Um, so like I reappropriated that because Kanye made like some GIF maker, and you can like type whatever you. Uh, you wanted. can do this.
0: You can do the same thing with his recent album. Yeah. You should. You should Bogart that. I mean, he kind of pulled like a uh, what's it called, like a Shia LaBeouf, in the sense that he yeah. kind of made his album. You know, like Shia LaBeouf, yeah. he did like the green screen, yeah. and he was like just do it. Yeah. I mean, there's like an actually like a an odd like a. Uh, an automator or whatever, you can fill in that text right. or whatever you want. It would be interesting if Hope for the Day was to like do so something we, a little bit we different. Di-
1: we did that with the last album, and I just put "It's okay not to be okay." It's okay not to be okay, and I just like reappropriated it because oh, I'm a huge, yeah. I'm wow. a huge believer in like pop culture, and I'm a huge believer in and just reappropriating things, and and that's why like our Coca Cola bottle theory and all this other stuff. So if you steal our Coca Cola bottle theory, I'm gonna kick your ass too, but <laughs> not yours. I'm just like anyone that's listening, but it, it, it's the truth. But like I, I. I I just I, I'm I'm just kind of disgusted because at the end of the day I, I just I can't peep, I can't fucking deal with people who just look out for themselves, mm-hmm. and I think the reality is is because it takes one to know one. And at, before I started the organization, I feel like I was just looking out for myself. And it was because I was trying to like build this entourage lifestyle and I wanted to kind of like be my own boss and I am my own boss now, but like at the same time I'm also governed by a bunch of great board of directors who tell me and remind me all the time, like, remember your death? Like, remember you started this organization, but we don't have to keep you here. So you have to mind your piece and keys, Johnny. And I, and that's so grounding for me, which is, I'm so grateful for shout Mm -hmm. out to my board, like y'all rule. But like, it's just hard when you don't, have that balance and you have a bunch of yes men and it's because you have power and you are manipulating things and you're ruining things more than doing anything for you and and it's just just horrible you know and I I just think that there's just such a lack of respect for like your fan base mm -hmm. and and Look what Kanye did when he when he when he posted that picture of Trump. He like lost like ten million followers in like a, a half of a day. Like mm-hmm. you're pissing people off that used to believe in you, mm-hmm. and that's unfortunate. But the bigger picture is is that those people actually would still care to be, ask you, "Are you okay?"
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But would you answer them honestly? Mm-hmm. And that's. You know that's the that's the scary thing because we as an organization exist because we know people don't want to be honest. they want to be honest they just don't know how to be honest with themselves so if we present it in a manner that they can they can understand and they can feel invited to instead of isolated by then like we're doing our job but like you know some kid who looks up you know to Kanye now is like I don't get it you know like or something like that like I I I'm I, I can relate to that. And where we are in such a world where so much, so many things could go haywire so quickly, that you know you would choose to like only consider yourself when, um, you know, even when I was doing artist management, I would tell bands, you know, make sure you're writing the music that you're proud of, and don't worry about your fans. Like your real fans will always be there. You're still writing music for your fans. You're, but it's like really a part of you. You know where I, I just don't, I don't understand it anymore, and it's like. It, uh, it sadly needs to be stopped. You know, it sadly needs to be stopped. And I don't know if you ever watch the David Letterman show on Netflix. Like he like does like these awesome talks. Oh, and this
0: guest needs no introduction.
1: I, I, I something like that. Like where yeah, he like, puts people in like- a room. Yeah. We're in like, like, so I was watching the one with Jay Z.
0: Yes. Okay. Yes, it is that show. He basically has people people on where like literally they don't need an introduction. It's like he has like you know Barack Obama or or, like Malala. (laughs) Well, yeah, they'll
1: they'll be like, and he won't tell them who they're gonna come see, you know. And I think it's such a fun thing. But like, wow, yeah. Um, he asked he asked Jay Z, so he's like, you know, are you and Kanye still friends? And Jay Z's face was just like, you know, when someone's your brother. And I was like, I totally understand what he's saying. You know, and that's brotherly love. You know, you you love him and you hate them, and sometimes you have to go through phases where you guys don't talk. And I think that Jay Z has done so much for so many people, and he doesn't he doesn't look to get the fucking acknowledgement. You know, he's a businessman. He's a very w- amazing businessman. And he, but he, he's he's speaking about mental health in a way that isn't isolating people. And he's like, we got to talk. You know, like we got to mm-hmm. talk. And I think at the end of the day, he sometimes he probably feels a little bit responsible for this. Um, in a way, because he brought Kanye up, like he 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 took Kanye to the next level when he became part of you know the Rockefeller family and everything like that. And like, I think when they did, um, uh, when when they did uh, Throne, uh, fuck, what's that goddamn album, um,
0: the, when they late Jay Z and Kanye together, yeah, I is, don't remember,
1: isn't it? What whatever it is, mm-hmm. I mean, that was a great album, you know, um, and and. And I think that after that, we really started to see like the downward spiral of things. And then like, you know, we hear about Kanye going off on him and in, in, in bay, you know, on at, at a concert and stuff like that, where he's obviously having some mental health crisis um, and, and some issues, but he still has a bunch of yes men walking around telling him like, oh, it's all gonna be good. Like he's not, it's not being addressed. And where, you know, I think Jay-Z is in a place where he wants to see it addressed Mm -hmm. you know and he wants people to be able to address what they're going through in life because his story was addressing what he had to do he had to do what he had to do to get through and you know selling rocks and shit like that like that's the issue with a lot of like rappers is they glorify this stuff but the honesty that we got out of the 90s hip-hop versus what we get today is just so wow yeah that's true you know it's just so brutally different and it's and it's sad and um
0: and people want to censor that, but it's like, what are you talking about? Like, there's, there, you know, when when you like listen to the lyrics, and sometimes yeah. like, you know, they're they're not like kosher lyrics. Like right. a lot of people are like, aren't? It's not something that like everyone accepts. But it's at, at the same time, it's like okay, but but are, that that's like by talking about that, you're actually like totally negating the root issue in the, the root, like what's, what's going on in these lyrics? Like what's happening? What's, what is this saying about the state of our world? Right,
1: right. No, absolutely. And, and I think that, um, you know, I, I think that it, it will, I, I just hope that we don't have another negative moment. I would love to see something come out of like all this where, you know, kanye and and you know people like kim like utilize their platform for mm-hmm. something better you know than only just you know financial wealth and mm-hmm. and just putting out this thing you know like
0: Ad, like financial wealth is everyone's advocating for financial wealth like you yeah. don't have to advocate for that we actually yeah. there are other needs in the world right. there are a lot you know, more but prominent like
1: as being you know someone who really believes in like Having you know, only the things that you really need, you know, celebrities flaunt the things that we all wish we had and at the end of the day, I, I sit here and question myself, I'm like, do we really want those things or do we feel like we just need them to keep up with them, mm-hmm. you know, to feel that that way because the irony in all of it is like, look at all these celebrities that take their lives that we think have it all yet,
0: so what do you what do you do like when you when like because I, like what I'm getting from you is you want to contribute you wanna you wanna help change the tide on truly like the issue like I mean like the issue of our generation yeah I no. mean like and that, and that's a really big thing so when you're <laughs> sorry that's <laughs> arrow I think he's uh, barking in his sleep <laughs> oh, but. <laughs>
1: Hey, buddy.
2: Hey, it's okay. You
0: doing? What are you doing? <laughs> okay, he's okay. Um, he's fine. So you're trying to change the issue. So, so like, I don't know. Like, what, what meaning do you derive from that for your own personal life? Like on a personal level, like from that one person, not like on a worldwide scale, but like when you, when somebody encounters hope for the day, what, what do they, what do you want them to feel from?
1: I want them to take a I just want them to be able to take a breath of air and just recognize that like they are doing their best and that if they need to do better they can do better and we can help them do better um, but it's really like <clears throat> my friends in the band the main I constantly use one of their lyrics all the time and it's just like control what you can and confront what you can't and just 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 do that, you know, and, and don't worry about all the other bullshit. And don't
0: ignore it. Yeah, and don't and walk ignore into it. it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do not walk it, you know. Don't walk into it, you mm-hmm. know. And it's like, if you need to stop eating pizza for, you know, a year, Johnny, stop eating pizza for a year. And it's not like I go, I, I'm like, I have like this pizza addiction. I just think that pizza is like the the worst and best thing for you. And because my metabolism took a fucking vacation when I was born and never came back, <laughs> and my brother's metabolism is like. Someone just like hopped up on chocolate city iced coffee all day from dark matter, and it's just like go 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 go. You can do whatever you want. You, can do whatever you, want. you can eat whatever you want. It's not gonna be here. I'm jealous, but at the same time, it's like no. I understand. Like I need to look out for myself, and I think that people need to rest- people need to realize that at the end of the day, like they have to speak up. They have to take action for themselves because we we are in such a society that's so fast paced that we can't always be looking out for one another and that's why i uh, i go back to what i said yesterday on my on my instagram post is that we just we have this responsibility to each other and that responsibility is to find our purpose you know, let it consume us and, and let it impact others. And, oh my God. And then God. it's like.
2: That's so beautiful. I know. I
1: literally was like, it's Jeez. so funny. I, don't, I, I literally was sitting there and I was writing it. Cause like, I felt like so empowered that I finally got my knuckles tattooed. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, you did it. And I woke up this morning going, and we're going to get the tops done soon. So it's just like, <laughs> it is what it is. But, um, I, I was, when I wrote that, it wasn't because I was trying to like glow and put myself up on some pedestal because I started this organization. It was just like hope for the day represents the the idea of if you want to do something, you can do it, mm-hmm. and that's why you get what you give. Yes, and and I, I I really started telling like myself that when I was in college, and I always go back to this one story. I remember being in bed with my uh, my my ex girlfriend that I dated in college, and she was very, 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 very beautiful woman. And, and like I said earlier, I thought I was going to marry this woman and I was her carpet. But like, I remember we were like laying in bed and she wanted to stay in bed and like, you know, play hooky all day and like, be like, Oh, we don't have to go to class. And then I go, um, Hey, I have to go to class. And she goes, no, you don't. And I go, no, I have to, I go, I don't have the privilege of having my parents pay for my education and she's like, well, yeah. And I go, I'm I'm dating Sally Mae right now. I've never met her, and it's like the longest relationship I've ever been in with anyone. Yeah. And uh, I go, it cost me $358.72 per hour that I'm in school. Like, I love you, but I know you're going to be right here when I get back, so i got to go to class. And it was just like, you know, we could take the easy road or we could just go do what the fuck we're supposed to do. And sadly, we live in a society that loves to cut corners and no one regulates it. And, and that's we have to where take
0: personal responsibility and Oh my advocate. gosh.
1: We have to take personal responsibility. So it's like when people say you saved my life, I'll go, fuck no, you did. Mm-hmm. All I did was I, I, I got shit printed. So they I feel spent. that next time. So they feel right.
0: that next time so that they know that they can walk away right. from it next time. Well, that
1: they can walk away from it, but they can also, they can be that beacon. Mm-hmm. Like they could be that beacon of hope, mm-hmm. you know? And, and it's like, if we look at people like Bob Hope or Mother Teresa all they did was give and they took for themselves and they, they, what they took for themselves was the nurturing work that they did for others. And they, I find a lot of beautiful things out of that. And I, and I try to, you know, like I, uh, I just remember like the, the, the pains and the, in the, the agony of going, through the coffee shop process of building it and having nothing but doubt that like it was going to fail and, and 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 having to remind myself, you know, like, yo, it's going to work out. And then we started building it. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, it's going to work out. And yeah, then we you got see to, like, those
0: beams going up and you're yeah. like, oh, this is actually happening. Yeah, this is yeah. real. This is no, not just absolutely. a drawing on a sheet of paper.
1: But it was an idea. And that's the thing that, like, the idea is that when people interact with Hope for the Day, I don't want them to interact with us and go, what... You know, I don't want them to do anything other than feel like they can empower themselves to take that next step, whether that's addressing their own mental health, whether that's getting educated and being able to prepare yourself to address a friend's mental health issue that you know. But at the end of the day, I can't save everyone. Mm-hmm. And all I can do is I can do everything in my power to break that silence, raise the visibility of the resources that are available, mm-hmm. and continuously... Think creatively on how I can remind people that if they are struggling, speak up because it's okay not to be okay. And that's that's my duty in life. And what happens from there is up to you because the truth is we all eat, sleep, shit, and cry. And if you shit your pants, you have to clean up your own mess. Yes. And if you make a mess, you have to clean that up. And, and even
0: if you, even if somebody else shit in your pants, it doesn't matter. You still have to clean up that mess too. You know that's, what that, I mean? That's
1: a shitty friend. But <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> well, you know
0: what I'm saying when it was, when it comes to like metaphorically, it's like you know not every mess that is made is made by you, but it doesn't mean just because no, it's not your fault doesn't no, mean that it's I mean, not your it's, responsibility. It's, it's like
1: having a dog and being like, "Go clean up your own dog poop," and the dog's like. Her? Yeah, you know and gives yeah. you a little help, head tilt and like it just starts barking because they want a bone you know like I get it but it's like also like I will always remind people that I have only owed so much power but that power is to ignite within you and if we do take influence from people it should be Knowing that they've been through the same shitty things that we've been through, they're, yeah, we're all human. Yeah, their room has been messy, their life has been messy, but mm-hmm. they made a few changes, and you know what? They're, they're doing back better. Back up on top, and that's why I have like a lot of respect for people like Selena Gomez, that you know, like is honest with like the struggles that she's had, and I think that you know things like. Um, You know, Avicii, who, you know, struggled with alcohol abuse, his suicide is there to address a bigger picture, you know, and as sad as people taking their life is, it's just like anything. People are supposed to do certain things and their life is to be a much bigger scale thing. And it's Mm -hmm. like
0: other people can learn from that. And and it's all for it's it is for nothing if we don't do something, if we don't take that as a red flag and say, hey. We need to take action. Yeah. So how can so how can people? I mean, you're going to be on tour. You're going to be on (laughs) warp tour. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to be
1: on. I'm going to be on warp tour. Um, We have a 10 foot by 20 foot activation every day, and you can get resources there. All of our staff are trained to come. You can come talk and chill. Um, you can come and ask questions. You can come and get involved. You can sign our our mental health pledge. You can sign up to be a part of the bigger picture, um, or you could just stop by and be like, "Hey, I appreciate what you're doing," and and you know, make a donation, whatever it is. It's like you can do this, and <coughs> we're there. You know, we're there. We're not just you know, we're not just out there to fucking be like, "I'm on tour," you know. Like <laughs> right, we we right. we yeah, really yeah. we really have amazing people that work with the organization. You know, bands the the tour. I mean, we do so much work behind the scenes for artists that are, aren't, are you know, of the caliber of, you know, VG or fucking Kanye West or anything like that that are, are human beings. And that's where, you know, we have to stop living in this life where we feel like we're only going to interact with people to get something out of it, mm-hmm. you know? Like, we should be gaining just by the interaction, you know? Like... We're not gonna like if you're out to just fuck people, like you should go fucking (laughs) you know, fuck yourself. (laughs) Like I hate that, you know and and they're
0: not like you know, there's not there's nothing to be gained from that on a personal level. There's emptiness at at the end of the day. So I mean, just the fact that you're like you're at the head of a very important movement, and I and I really, I, I genuinely, is it is it hopefortheday.com yeah. uh, or you, dot .org?
1: You, well, you know what? I think we we so, we have like so many URLs, but it's just <laughs> if you just Google hope for the day, <laughs> Google hope get, for
0: the day, yeah. I you know, can, it's like people aren't hope, stupid. You know where to no, go. You yeah, know the, no, how the, the internet day works. Day org,
1: hftd.org, yeah. at hope for the day on Pretty all social. Pretty much, they have made it
0: impossible for you not to find them. So if you don't I find know. them, then like I don't know. I know, no, no,
1: and even for the people that call it hope for a day like we we built those algorithms <laughs> to make sure it says hope for the day but like the thing is is that like our our main purpose is to build bigger tables and and fuck the walls you know like, yeah. like and, yeah. and, and and invite people and wave the flag that says you know the truth is we're all fucked up and mm-hmm. and, and and sometimes it's a little bit more severe and sometimes it's not but if we all could just join at the table and and and, and, talk re- about and, and realize and just take a deep breath and, and look each other in the eyes, we're going to get a lot further yeah. than just walking through this life thinking that you know it's all about me, it's only me, and 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 you'll unfortunately find yourself. In a very dark place. And yeah. and we'll still be there to help pick you back up. But it's going to require you to pick yourself up. And, and that's the beautiful thing. And that's also the sad thing. But that's the harsh reality. And I, I'll always go back to my mom saying, like, I can't save everyone. Because that's, like, my saving grace. Is that, like I did what I did, you know. And when I do take my final breath, I'm going to, like, beat the fuck out of the Grim Reaper and shove his, like, pole with, like, the fork and stuff up his ass and tell him to go fuck himself. <laughs> but I, I just really – I I just – I, I think it's so cheesy but I love like when you see a dude wearing this shirt that says like you complain like we ain't living the same 24 hours like whatever like these hustle quotes are and i was yeah, like yeah yeah I actually fucking agree with that yeah it, and it's like you know when you think about people like Tim Ferriss where, like him helping me understand my process like it b- builds a boundary but it also like I, it, it like insulated me to know that like even me like I need to chill out sometimes you know and I need to like take a deep breath and I need to digress and I need to like <clears throat> you know, not just worry about like just giving, 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 giving giving, 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 and that's really hard for me, but at the same time it's it's a good balance because it's it's just very necessary, so it's like I think people need to realize that it we're we're not on the pursuit of happiness, like fuck whatever Hallmark told you in a card and 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 all this shit, like you should tell people you love them every single day, but it really needs to start with you telling yourself that you love yourself, and if you think that you're you're not worthy then you're allowing yourself to be cheated and no one's gonna ever validate you other than yourself Mm -hmm. and 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 you know it's important to think about your death and not think about how you want to kill yourself but think about like man when i'm old and i've achieved all these amazing things you know it's not to be about what you did it's gonna be about how it impacted other people and that's why when you have like big celebrities who impact people unfortunately complete or even when they just die of natural death it's sad because they stood for you they spoke for you when you felt like you couldn't speak for yourself but all they were doing was saying if I can do it you can do it too and that's that's a beautiful thing
0: yeah and that's what you guys are doing I mean
1: try every day <laughs> yeah
0: you are I mean you're doing it and and genuinely like I couldn't be more grateful for people like you in the world who you know that's like it's people like you that I'm like yeah, free will definitely exists because this stuff is hard, you know, yeah. like running a nonprofit. That's got to be really, really difficult and yeah. and fighting a battle that's like so big in this country. It's really big. But I, um, I applaud you for it. It's huge. And um, thank you. Yeah. No. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. And thank you. Anybody who's out, like, I mean, it's, so it's on work. Tour right? Yeah, I'm on yeah. warp
1: tour, but like we we have a beautiful partnership with like Live Nation that you'll see Hope for the Day all around Live Nation shows here in Chicago. We're working on a national plan with them about how we can take over digital assets and stuff like that. And beautiful. it's just like um, I think that you know they are like like dark matter. They're like people who actually give a shit, you know. And like obviously there's structure within corporations and everything like that. But that's why you have me because I'll remind corporations that sick days are for mental health too.
0: Oh my god. Amen. So, yeah. Johnny, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Ah, this was like it. this was the best. Yeah. <laughs> this was the best. I don't even Yeah, we did we did a couple of hours. <laughs> this is fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on. Hope for the day dot com dot org. Just go just whatever just website go. just pay, just go to Google dot com and we'll redirect you yeah. for the day. You're gonna like hijack the internet. Yeah,
1: yeah, no. All right.
0: Thank you for coming on. And if uh, if you guys are in Chicago, uh, definitely stop by uh, Sip of Hope. It's in Logan Square. What street is it on?
1: It's on Fullerton, thirty thirty nine West Fullerton. Mm
0: -hmm. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, you'll definitely be able to find me there, as I frequent osmium too. (laughs) All right. Thank you.